0: And welcome to the 548th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-host. We've got the one and only Linian. Hello. And we've got uh, we've got the newcomer Shark Finnegan. I guess you're not a newcomer because you've been here before, but hello. I like to say that because you're the newest. Yep. And I'll I'll forget this in five years. Exactly. I'll forget it. <laughs> But welcome to the Pokemon Underground Champions League podcast, uh, or Puckle. It's a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon, from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between, and it's, uh, it's a good time. I, I just want to open with, I've been playing way too much Pokemon TCG, and it's a problem. I noticed. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's a real problem. So I, I've just been playing so much, and what's really bad is like I've been buying cards again. Ooh... I used to buy a lot of cards. I'm going to tell you how many cards I bought recently, or sold off recently, too, but I believe I talked about it a little bit on the show last week, but... So, between the years of, like, 2015 to 20 uh, to 2018, my wife really likes to open Pokemon packs. Like, she just gets... She likes the Rush, you know? And she mm-hmm. likes the artwork, and she likes to collect the... She likes to collect the sets. Like, we have a bunch of full sets from the XY Sun and Moon era. Mm-hmm. And... She she really enjoys that, which is fine. And for me, I was just like, cool, I can play the Pokemon TCG. And back when I lived in Columbus, I went to a league semi-regularly, and it was a really good time. And I'd have all the cards I ever wanted because she would crack so many packs, we'd buy booster boxes, multiple booster boxes per set, which is already sounding unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had a really good time with that. So I I'm trying to like not do that this time. <laughs>
1: Trying being the operative word there. <laughs> the operative word, yes.
0: <laughs> I'm trying not to do that this time, and I think I'm doing an okay job, but the thing that really gets me is that, uh so I was going through the old cards, and I was like, well, we should sell the bulk, and so I went and, like, counted up all the bulk, found somebody to buy it. Bulk prices went down a little bit. They used to be, like, three cents a card for Uncommon Comments, now it's two. I shipped it all out earlier this week, but I made, like, $300 in bulk. That's... That's not good. <laughs> oh, I'm not done uh, because that's just through the $300 cash. I did trade in because uh, my wife likes to open the packs, right? Uh, I did trade in four four thousand five hundred of those cards just for a booster box, which isn't included in that $300. Oh, ooh,
2: what? So what? Two cents?
0: <laughs> Mental math. So it was like it was like $400 worth of cards in bulk. I, I, the, you know, what the cheapest way to ship Pokemon cards is like that. <laughs> it's insane. You have to like go buy flat the pack the, boxes. You have to go buy like the you have to go buy like the flat rate boxes from USPS. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, and yeah. And yeah. so
0: I had to fill three of those. Oh no. Yeah. I literally walked in with a hand cart with boxes on it to uh to ship it out from USPS. It was real mm-hmm. bad. I always I hate going to the post office. I'm always so worried because I think I'm gonna do something wrong every single time. <laughs> yeah. I, I have like I have so much stress. Going to the post office. It's why Puckle doesn't ship things out very often, because <laughs> I just get stressed out sending things out from the from from the post office. If it's small envelopes, no problem, because I can dump that off without talking to a person. But uh, actually, once this is a really—I don't think I told anybody this story. So once upon a time, we were selling pins. I forget which time. We were one of the times we were selling like chin badges or something,
1: mm-hmm. and.
0: I uh I thought I found a sneaky way around the shipping costs and I was like, "Oh, I can just ship these as envelopes, right?"
1: They weigh too much? Uh,
0: I think it was too thick. It was, so there was too much variation in the thickness. Um so I, w- I went mm-hmm. and I paid all the postage and I put all the postage on it and I went and I dumped them off and the uh post office lady calls me up and she goes, "Hey, so you dumped off like 50 packages and they all have the wrong postage on them." To be able to ship, you need to pay more. And so she's like, you just need to come in and we'll have to fix it. So I went to the post office on my lunch break at work one day, and I stayed there the entire time, like my entire lunch break, sitting down with this lady making new shipping labels for like 50 new packages.
2: my goodness.
0: It was awful. And that's literally like my biggest fear at the post office is that I do
2: that. (laughs) Yeah, I can understand that. Like, yeah, if you had that kind of experience, yeah, yeah. I can understand your yeah. version. Yeah, it's awful. For me, it's like our post office has a little kiosk that you just do it all by yourself. And I just do that. And I just hope for the best. So far, I've had bad luck. That, so that's what I did. That's what I did. And then I hope
0: for the best. And my best was not hoped for very well. <laughs> it was
1: it was pretty bad. I I just like the the arc of the past couple podcasts. If you like, yeah, I've been thinking about getting into the TCG. Yeah, I've been playing a little bit. I have been playing too much. There are too many cards. I don't know what to do. It's been it's been a corruption arc in slow motion.
0: Yeah, did you do you know how many decks I've bought in physically in the past like 3 uh, weeks? Let's say 4. Uh 4, yeah. I, well, kind of. I oh, so I pre-ordered oh. I did pre-order a uh they got a d- new set of League Battle decks coming out for Ice Rider Calyrex and Shadow Rider Calrix. Mm. And they're actually very competitively viable like just on their own. They only need like a few a few modifications to make them good decks. So mm-hmm. I pre-ordered one cuz it comes out uh at your local game stores they come out I believe on June 22nd.
1: They're not friendly anymore.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> you know. I I don't know. Like I always get like sometimes they're too friendly and that makes them not friendly to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like i want to go in tell you what card i want and then i get that card and i walk out okay i don't need you coming yeah. up to me trying to be my friend asking me about what cards i'm playing i just want the card you just hand it to me and then your we walk friend out group is full yeah. this is this is established <laughs> this, yeah this is established my my friend circle is full there is no more room unless i say there is <laughs> 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 i'm not here to be your friend i'm here to buy pokemon cards no, there's there's a, there are a couple game stores here that I actually really like, but that's for different reasons because like oh no, since I last time I played Pokemon, I've also become like really big into D&D, right? So like mm-hmm. I, 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 I traverse these locations more often than I used to for for various products.
2: Mhm. Right.
0: Even then I don't even buy I don't buy much D&D stuff from stores. I think my wife buys more D&D stuff because she like she paints the minis. Mm. Yeah. She actually does a really good job. She's gotten, like, really good at it. Uh, it's pretty insane. Like, I'll have to send you guys some pictures. She, like, oh, she yeah. really likes just doing the monsters. She, like, I'll because uh, I'll hand her, like, a bunch of NPCs to paint, and she's just like, what is this garbage? I don't want to paint these. <laughs> she wants to paint, like, the manticores and the dragons and everything else. She wants to do that.
2: Yeah, the cool looking stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You paint a person? Yeah. I don't want to paint a person. So she she just wants to paint. She wants to paint the bad guys. She's actually started integrating it, it, like, design, like designing her paint schemes around how I use them, too, now, because, like, you know, I'll, uh, I've got a 3D printer, so I'll print up, like, 10 skeletons, you know, for encounters, and then you know what she does so that I can tell the difference between the skeletons, because I usually just, like, throw, like, soda pop rings around them with different colors so I know which one's which. Hmm. She just started painting, like, they they all have, like, sashes around their waist, she just paints them different colors now.
1: That's just the Fire <laughs> Emblem solution. That is, 100%. <laughs>
0: 100 percent yeah she she came she i mean i'm not saying it's an original idea she just does it now and it's very useful i'm not
1: saying it was i was just like that is exactly what fire they're like fine one model you're green you're red you're blue all right
0: well no no no. like like we have we have (laughs) 10 skeletons and like one has a purple sash and then one has a blue sash that way that way when somebody goes i attack the purple sash i can know how much hp the purple sash skeleton has you know this is Thatcher's life it's a
2: smart way to track it that's for yeah
0: sure. i didn't mean to take up the whole time do you guys i got anything that you've been up to lately
1: <laughs> I, I can't think of any major life events that have happened to me recently no uh,
0: life <laughs> events in in that you've been poisoned by the pokemon corporation once again and
1: uh no no nothing like that it's uh it's like there was something that was taking up a lot of my time recently that, i totally uh, understand <laughs> For those of you who aren't in on the uh terrible joke, I very recently finished my degree up. So yes, that, I know. that's that's yeah. why I was missing for Which, like a month and a half. <laughs> Which is super exciting. No, that you is got exciting. It done. Yeah now you're free. Yeah, now now I'm free. Free. Whatever. This is that what means. freedom feels like. Yes. Oh no.
2: <laughs> yep. A complete <laughs> amount of exhaustion and uh confusion of what the heck you're doing now. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're just tired. You're just tired
0: all the time. You don't really know why.
1: Yeah. You're just yeah, tired. See, b- before I thought it was a. Re- I-, I thought like, oh, this was the reason. No, no, it's not.
0: No, it's just life. Yeah, it's just normal. It's fine. It's fine. What about you, Shark? Anything going on with you?
1: Um,
2: I've just been doing. I've honestly done a lot of little different things. And I'm excited. Um, let's see.
0: Give me, give me the short version. Tell me, rapid fire.
2: Well, so speaking of buying Pokemon cards, I bought my first bunch of Pokemon cards just in a long time just because i just felt like it uh i was at a toy store and they had 30 percent off everything in the store
0: oh my gosh
2: which is a good time to stock up for birthday presents and then yes like, there was just yes. a little there was a little uh vivid voltage just like little box that had like eight mm. packs plus all the other stuff and it but 30 percent off i'm like sure i'll do that
0: oh the easily trainer box yes, yes yeah yes. yeah yeah that one that's so, yeah, great i was
2: like I think the big thing I pulled was Colossal Vmax.
0: Oh man, I I feel like I'm not the only one that's getting into it right now because I like I was looking at like card prices for everything in the newest set, in Astral Radiance, and mm-hmm. the the set prices are like going insane. Like like for those of you who don't aren't aware, but like the Pokemon TCG is like the cheapest TCG to get into, like out of the big oh, yeah, th- out of the big three, yeah, of the big yeah. three, yeah. Which is why I will only play the Pokemon TCG. Yeah. I had a hard time justifying to myself back in the day $50 for a shame in EX. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: imagine doing a whole bunch of that for something like Magic the Gathering.
0: Yeah, and that's like, that's like one card, and at least it's splashable, and you play it in every deck. But the one that, like, I, I can totally, I, I understand that to some extent. But now, I think the most expensive Pokemon card that's run in every deck is like a Drizzile that's like 270 a piece right now or something like that i think it actually recently went up because uh, well,
1: at least of your sta- of your like yeah. general standards the rare things are going to cost yeah. a bit but
0: yeah some i think uh, like i think like mu vmax right now is like $20 which isn't too bad like
1: yeah if you want to look at uh, magic the gathering for instance yeah um, it's insane their tier 1 decks the lowest one The lowest one is $173, which sounds fine, but it's also the outlier. Most of them are like seven hundred dollars, six hundred dollars.
0: Yeah. A Tier One magic deck is insane. I think a Tier One Pokemon deck is like $150. Yeah right
2: now. Yeah. I mean to be fair, it's like the some of the cards are staples, they get reprinted enough that you could potentially pull from your collection. But it also requires having a collection to start with. Start with, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like the, the really in- fun thing is that, like, we were talking about my bulk, um, and we'll go full circle and then we can go to the news. But like, I pulled all the trainers out of my bulk, and th- most of them are still usable. Like, I can still use my ultra balls from back in the day because they're still, uh, they're still like usable and everything. So I really, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Oh yeah, yeah. So if Pokemon's good in that way, but it's just the Pokemon card, the Pokemon themselves that sometimes get pricey. Like, I think the one that's really interesting right now is actually Palkia, because that's the deck everybody thinks is real big right now. Uh, or it might be big at Nationals. And so, like, the Palkia V and V-Star just haven't gone down in price yet. Like, I think the V is, like, $16, and yeah, the uh, V-Star is, like, going for 34 Ooh, yeah. So it's a little, it's a little pricey right now. But mm-hmm. Astral Radiance has kind of been a weird set in terms of release, because I don't think I'm the only one that's getting back into it. And it's also the first set that has, like, a lot of the... Uh, a lot of like the Hisuian Pokemon in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's the first set with in-person events being a thing again.
0: That is very yeah. true as well. Uh, yeah. Speaking of that, we should go to the news because there's some fun stuff there for that.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, so let's uh, let's cue that epic music. <laughs>
1: Town radio tower. This just in.
0: And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a couple big bangers, I think, going on. First of all, being that Junichi Masuda was announced to have now be the chief creative fellow at the Pokemon Company and no longer the managing director at Game Freak. And then nothing changed.
2: Yeah, it's it's basically like Miyamoto's kind of when he yeah. kind of stepped away from probably not handling the day-to-day anymore really with game
1: freak
2: Mm -hmm. i don't
0: even think he was doing it honestly for like the past couple of years anyway i i think the last game he technically directed was let's go and i think that was more of just like a i want to try this and then he did Mm. i i don't know i i think this position for him at pokemon company is probably more fitting because he's been doing pokemon for so long he should just direct the brand and i think he has a a vision obviously for the brand
2: oh
0: yeah that that he definitely i mean whether that's good or bad for the fan base, I don't know. Uh, I, I assume it's going to be okay.
1: The The way it was announced was weird. Yeah. Because it was exactly when... The, it was like the trailer went live like four yeah. minutes after they tweeted it. It was like, did they just try to bury their own story? What
0: What is going on? They do, okay, but they like have a history of doing that too. I think they were doing it because they know Junichi Masuda has been the face of Game Freak for so long. Yeah. And they know like there's two ways it could go right and it probably does go two ways depending on your feelings towards the pokemon company right you're gonna have these reactions where they're just like good riddance janiji masuda you ruined pokemon and then you're gonna the people are just like oh but masuda-san you're my favorite why would you leave and they probably wanted i don't know pokemon's just been very good at burying a lot of their news that they're scared of public reaction
1: with 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 a couple notable exceptions uh (laughs)
0: They like to hide news, though they're very they're very consistent in that regard because they're they know they're like a very public company. I'm also not worried about it. I think Junichi Masuda yeah. has essentially been running this role anyway.
1: Yeah, this mm-hmm. this seems very uh, business as usual.
0: Yeah, and this is something that was in the works anyway when we shifted to Omori becoming the director of the last two games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, this this was inevitable, and I I look forward to it continuing just because what's really interesting about Pokemon, especially with Sword and Shield that I think a lot of people didn't really catch on to, um, which I think is really cool and really interesting, is that a lot of the people who were working on Pokemon Sword and Shield were people who became Pokemon fans before they worked for Pokemon.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, which is super interesting. So now you're, like, you're coming full circle. You've got all these people who grew up with Pokemon now making Pokemon, so, like, the love is just inherent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I, I maybe that's what he was waiting for, and I'm okay with that. I don't care.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of things that uh, probably won't make a large impact, the next Hisuian Snow episode premieres this week on June 8th. Yay. We get to see more of that shiny Hisuian Zoroark. Yay. This has not been amazing or bad. It's just been. Yep. And I feel (laughs) like you can say that for a lot of the PLA tie-in stuff
0: uh sigma was talking about it and it was just it's literally just been from my understanding just what is just should have just been one episode of an anime yeah and and like i don't know they do this a lot where they try to like hype up these like little minis shorts that they're doing and then it just it's just like oh why do we even care like this is shorter than a netflix series come on
2: i mean it's cute to watch like it like the artwork's good but yeah
0: yeah, I don't know. It's just like, every time they do it too, it just gives me hope that they could just actually do a better anime than the one we have now.
1: <laughs> the only thing about the first episode that was notable to me is they like were flying off the little cliff thing, and I was like, wow, they really just stole Gurren Lagann down to the color palette, didn't they?
0: <laughs> 100%. That's what they do. It's fine. It's anime. Okay, well, I don't want to give this too much time. There's more exciting things going on. Let's go to this next one, Shark.
2: Yes. So, TPCI has informed uh, U.S. leagues that they can start hosting in-person leagues as well as pre-releases starting June 7th. Is it also uh, premier events? No CP awarding events yet.
0: Okay, so no premier events. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. That checks out. At least a good first step right now is where we're looking at.
0: And this is only in the U.S., by the way. This is just the U.S.
2: Yeah, so we're looking—I would say September, late August, early September— Like, after Worlds, we'll see if they start actually rolling out premieres again. Yeah, I yeah,
0: they probably shouldn't do it right now anyway, because, like, the thing that gets me is you can get premier events, right? And the premier events can get you pretty close to, like, 20 points. They actually don't even have uh, championship point tables right now. Mm Mm-hmm for premier events right now because they don't want people thinking about it (laughs) the really interesting thing is they have the leadership board for it and i mean say you do a premier event and it's worth like the 20 points like it used to be you could have a a good chunk of people that like do two premier events in the next month and they'd qualify for worlds and then you just like explode the number of people that are eligible Mm -hmm. which i think they want to try to avoid
1: it's not a good idea to cram a lot of people in particularly. It's what? Just, <clears throat> maybe. Maybe we don't. <laughs> yeah, maybe
0: we don't do that. It's fine. All right, moving on. Uh, in Sword and Shield news, we gotta you should keep uh keep watching online, either at our Discord, Pucklediscord.com, or CeraVee, because this upcoming weekend there's a special code for a Sableye in Japan that's being given away as part of Japan's championships. Japan's circuit works a lot differently than the u.s and the rest of the world circuit for reasons i don't understand you can pick up this special sableye it is not shiny i don't know why you'd want to pick this up but you can
2: it it, sableye sableye's cool
0: uh seth it's up there for you exactly all right moving on we got pokemon unite news
1: we do! So, uh, the news has been updated since the news doc was updated, so, it's been confirmed that the next character for Unite, Del Fox, is to be released in-game on June 9th.
0: Yay!
1: We don't know anything about Del Fox. if it's, uh, an attacker, or a jungler, or an all-rounder. Well, it's not a speedster. We know it's not a speedster, because there haven't been any new speedsters, so the question is if it's an attacker or an all-rounder, maybe a support.
0: Mm-hmm. You can't add speedsters to that game. That's not allowed. That's against the rules. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: also, uh, just remember, Del Fox is being added, which means um, its whole evolutionary line is being added. So Yay. let's see. Let's see where the skin focus goes, because I have a, I have a feeling that Del Fox is going to have a lot of really forgettable skins, and Breaks is going to have a lot of really good ones.
2: <laughs> Yeah, I think for sure what's been kind of teased around uh, is, like, you know, the standard Unite uniforms. That one I think I've seen, like, in the orange Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So it's got, like, you know, the little visor and whatnot. I mean, that one's fine. Actually, I mean, it looks fine on Delphox proper, so.
0: That's nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, let's go talk about Pokemon Go. Go ahead, Shark. Tell us about the Pokemon Go.
2: Well... If you're hearing this now, you've missed GoFest. So. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is technically starting for us in a few minutes here. Or yes,
0: it is. I think it's already started.
2: I think for you, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, it started for me, not for you yet. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I still have 20 minutes or so. Yes. But anyway, um, this upcoming week you have uh, Adventure Week, which will be debuting uh, the fossils from Gen 6, Tyrant, and Amur- Amma- Amara? Amora. Amara? <laughs> <laughs> Amora. Amora? Amora. Yeah. And they'll also have a bunch of the other fossils around and some other notable rock types like Rhyhorn and Aron. Uh, sadly, though, the Gen 5 uh, fossils are locked into 7K eggs, which kind of sucks. It's the first time you get them shiny, but they're only in the eggs. You can't find them in the wild. Well,
0: they got to get you to buy incubators somehow.
2: Yeah. It's like that, or maybe you can get some research. But it is the first chance you can get shiny versions of Taturga and Archon. But
0: mm-hmm. all right, well, uh, before we go to Puckle's Pokey prediction, the Triple P, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and uh, mention a few things in the Puckle news. First of all, uh, Summer League we've got uh, we have Summer League happening. It starts on June thirteenth, mm. um, and we're getting our gym schedules together uh mm-hmm. th- it'll be more more on the discord for those of you who aren't aware we do a uh summer league where you can go ahead and battle a bunch of gym leaders and get badges on the discord and if you get enough badges you can end up in a tournament at the end and then you can win the tournament and then you can feel really good about yourself i think that's a very very concise overview yeah yeah, the, the format is going to be Spikemuth Cup, which means there is no Dynamax and no Pokemon allowed from outside of the Galar's Pokedexes, uh, which is, makes sense. So like no Mewtwo, obviously, or anything like that.
1: And no uh, Box Art Legends as well. Yes,
0: yes. Battles are scheduled to begin on June 13th, like I just said. There should be a Puckle Battle Fest, rebranded battle clinic on Saturday, June 11th, around 1 p.m. Eastern time for people to show up and try the format. Whoever ends up on top will get their team turned into a rental team for everyone to try out. Wow. Um and VGC players stay tuned for news in the next couple of weeks. Uh we're going to be doing a uh, Dodrio Stampede is is <laughs> com- is upcoming. Actually, those are fun. I like doing those. I like doing like the the restricted format plays like that. Mhm. So, both of those are very exciting.
1: It's oh, going to yeah. be a good time.
0: Now it's time for Puckle's uh Puckle's pokey prediction. If there's an EV. there's an EV in the anime is it time for a new EV evolution in scarlet and violet my answer is no it's not gonna happen no, stop not. asking nope
1: <laughs> stop. My, my answer is but, also
2: no well the question the question is is it time for a new one and it it kind of is but at the same time i don't think it's gonna happen yet but it but they are what they've been doing a lot of teasing and it's making people think though I, I don't think it's gonna happen, and I don't
0: think we need any more EVs. Please stop, because like they, the the community really just wants EV to evolve into one thing of every type, which is mm. overkill in my opinion.
1: You stop getting any meaningful stat spreads.
0: <laughs> well, it's not that we even stop getting any meaningful ma- stat spreads. It's just that like we don't need it. Like <laughs> I don't well, need to run and like I don't need to have like a gap in my team for some kind of type and be like, yeah, EV can fill that. That's fine. Like I don't need that. I, I think the ones they did are cool, and I'm really happy with what we've got. And then because I said this, we're going to end up with a Dragon-type Eevee evolution.
2: That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm like, eh. I'm going to be the contrarian. It's There will be a Dragon-type Eevee evolution next.
0: But yeah, that's a good place to stop. Uh, we're going to kick it on over, though, to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge.
2: Hello and welcome to the Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point.
0: And welcome to Puckles Pokey Quiz. Thank you for that intro. We're going to go right on ahead and jump into it. Our first question is going to come from Sleeve. What is the only non-fire type Pokemon to get access to the Flash Fire ability?
1: Uh, does Roly Coley get it? it oh,
2: Roly Coly is just rock, isn't it? You're right.
1: Yeah, because it. Uh, I think Car
2: coal
0: is... Yeah, because they.
2: Because yeah, no. Those that line does get flash fire as an ability. That's for sure. It's flash fire, flame body, and steam. Steam
1: engine. engine yeah. So it's just a All question right. of if Roly Poly has like sturdy until it evolves. But I, I
2: no, it does not have sturdy.
1: I, not okay, then sure. I think Roly makes the most sense. I, uh, yeah,
2: because I can't think of anything else offhand. But that was that was yeah. No, that's perfect.
1: Let's do it roly Coley final answer.
0: <laughs> roly Coley is correct. That um, uh, uh, the comments the so Liger when he puts together the trivia always gives me comments for everything. Um, it was it doesn't get his fire type until it hits its final evolution, Carcoal. We don't talk about Colossal. <laughs> <laughs>
2: good, Which, good, good. I like Colossal. I'll Colossal say it. I like him. Okay, you're. I think you're, yes, he could have been a train. He could have been only a train. It would you're have been the only better, one who
0: likes it. But I like. It. You're the only one yes he's fine as furnace boy all right your next question is gonna be from wyatt white in pokemon go there are currently only three legendary pokemon that can be found in the wild what are they
2: oh uh that would be the lake trio there's like a like a like a point oh one like it's like stupid rare chance you can find them in the specific regions
1: I have no idea. I haven't played Pokemon Go since 2019. I'm... <laughs> sure, that <Yeah>. sounds fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. It's, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure everything else is, uh, you know, not, you can't find them in the wild. Cool. So your
0: answer is, uh, your answer is going to be... Azelf,
2: Oopsie, yep. and Mesprit.
0: That is correct. That gives you guys a, uh, that gives you guys two for two. Your next question is your Pokedex entry question. You guys are just blowing through this. Our uh, next question is going to come from Skull Advent Tank. Its Omega Ruby Dex entry states: Starlight is the source of their power. At night, they mark star positions by using psychic power to float stones. Who's that Pokemon?
1: So my knee trick is Starmy, but I don't. But that whole thing is like flashing lights. Uh, what what generation was this? The the, the this is from Omega Ruby.
0: Omega Ruby.
2: Okay, Maybe. so that nix that mixes something like Minior. Okay, so
1: yeah, Psychic, Star, Psychic. Well, Minior isn't
2: Psychic. It could be Behem or Elgium.
1: Those are usually talking about their little like flashy Hypno fingers. True. Um, but I'm not Sidyllif. Oh, no, because Sidyllif keeps moving. Uh, keeps moving his things and talks about being at ruins.
2: Yeah, but um, there's psychic types. Psychic so there's something. Psychic or something. Space uh Tactically could be Clefairies, but I don't think. It's- oh, it like, Float feel- stones too. It's got to float stones. So, so
1: it's tack- just got to be a psychic type because most psychic types are are capable of at least that much. Huh. Uh,
0: I'm going to need an answer.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to find something kind of reasonable to suggest. Uh, right now, I
2: think the best one is the Behem. But, well, but yeah, sure, Behem. Beh- Behem is incorrect.
0: Uh, so your next entry is going to be from Pokemon Sword, which states... It's said that when stars shine in the night sky, this Pokémon will spirit away sleeping children. Some call it the Witch of Punishment.
1: What? I i I'm I'm, I'm speechless I'm right now. Th- considerably less certain what's going on. I don't. The Witch of Punishment. That sounds like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Uh... <laughs> it could be. Oh, God. Uh, what Pokemon could this be? Like, because the only okay, one I know so, about children
2: is like it's like Drifblim, but so so it's a pre
1: Gen not... Six Psychic type that was in Gen Eight, right? Yes. Well, could, so and it was the Witch of Punishment, so, the only like creepy Psychic type I can think of that isn't B. Dhm would be no, because that's not really witch like. It's not Grumpig. It's M- maybe, not maybe the Goth uh, line. Ah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I could buy that. I buy that because
1: like they're witchy. like. Um, yeah,
2: it could be because Hatterine's
1: witchy, but Hatterine is um, a. It's all not about being quiet Sips. and and yeah, it's it's not before that. So maybe maybe Goth
2: the tail. Yeah, because that one, honestly, I'd buy it being a witch. It is featured heavily in Sword and Shield. Yeah, i buy it. That's honestly the best bet right now. That's all I could think of. Like, I don't think it's the Renucleus, because that, does, that doesn't feel right.
1: I, yeah, it's I, not Renucleus. Uh... Yeah,
2: because that's, that's not a witch of punishment. Yeah, Gothitell just <laughs> fits the witch of punishment way too well.
1: Hey, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I...
2: I, yeah. I think we got to sure. go with it. Gothatel,
0: Gothitelle, I'll give it to you because it's really hard to distinguish between that and Gotharita, which these t- entries were about. But uh, <laughs> okay. yes, I will give it to you. That's one. That's one for. That's uh, one point. So you guys are at three for three. Your next question is your multi-answer question. Uh, you're gonna have to give me three answers here for one point apiece. Uh, this is, how much, do you guys, I'll let you guys choose. Uh, do you, do you want things about Pokemon moves or do you want something about Pokemon Conquest?
1: Absolutely moves. I could okay.
2: almost do Conquest though. I can't. Uh, Let's do moves.
0: Uh, okay. This is going to be from Poliwo. Name four moves that
2: begin with the letter Z, excluding Z moves. Zing zap. Yeah, that was the first one uh oh, wait, zing zap zippy zap zip
1: oh
0: that is two that is two uh uh um, zing zap
1: zippy zap uh zap cannon
0: that is three there are four i'll give you this is bragging rights for four
1: zen headbutt done oh yeah there you go there you go i, I had galley i points. can remember this one
0: <laughs> that's three that's that's uh that's four moves all four moves that begin with the letter z uh, that's what this episode of the Puckle Podcast is brought to you by. The letter <laughs> Z. All right. This is going to be from the Trivia Master himself, Liger. This is your base stat question, as always. What ice type has the highest base HP of all ice types?
1: Highest base HP of all ice types? Yeah. Yeah. No No. no weird, specific... Nope.
2: Nothing specific.
1: That's still, so I mean, kyurem has got like 150, doesn't it?
2: I I'm trying to think. It's I mean, you have all all the Kyurems are up there for sure because you technically have black yeah. and white. But is oh, uh, no, because no, I'm
1: thinking of Giratina stats. No, um, but I don't n- think n- it's n- 150. I think it might be like I think it's 100. It's high. Something. So, it's like, Aurorus, Aurorus is also up there. Lapras is also up there. Ooh, Lapras. Lapras.
2: Uh, Wall Rain is possible, but I think it's a little lower.
1: I, I know Darmanitan's got surprisingly high HP, but it's not It's not higher than, like, Kirim or Lapras. Uh, I f- what, what are you feeling between the ones we've said? I kind of feel like...
2: It might be because the fact that it's old, a singular, I think it might just be Lapras. But I, I feel like I don't know ice legendaries. I, oh, oh, I mean, hold the phone. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What
1: Calyrex Ice Rider
2: 100 flat? Wait, it's a hundred flat?
1: Yes, all of the Calyrex forms are 100 flat, including its base form. That's how they get around having to recalculate its HP every time it changes forms. Uh. Calyrex has base 100 HP, 80s, and everything else. All of the riders have variations on uh, 100 HP, plus 20 stats given to everything from the horses. It's not Calyrex Ice Rider.
2: Okay, well then, never mind. I thought
1: I would have been... Dang it. Okay, any
2: other Ice Legendaries?
1: No, because the Ice Legendary is only like Kirim, really. Yeah. I guess which Reggie is Kram,
2: has. But... Black and Caram White.
1: But those also have the same HP for the yeah. same problem. They don't like to recalculate HP if they can get away with it. They've done it once and it was Zygarde.
2: Yeah. So you've got Lapras or Aurorus. Is yeah.
1: My only thoughts. Both Pokemon that have great HP and nothing else. So it's not like I can. I. I feel Lapras probably I because, feel- like, Gen 1 had some of the most bloated health pools of any generation. I could believe that.
2: I, f- I feel like it's got to be Lapras. Unless we want to use the hint.
1: That's where we're at right now. I'm good. I, f- I, feel- I feel like we didn't get any questions wrong, right? Nope.
2: No, you're at then, 6. Then,
1: yeah, then we might as well try for the hint if... I, I would rather go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> yeah, that's fine by me. Let's go Lapras.
2: Lapras is correct. Uh, Ooh, nice. With base 130 HP. Uh, okay, I felt that. Uh, Aurora's is probably like 120-something. 120 123 for yes. um, Okay. Yeah. In between,
0: okay, yeah. though, in between Lapras and Aurorus is Kyurem with
1: 125. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. Walrain and Mammoth Swine are at
1: one ten. Ah, oh, Mamma. Mamma would have been a good guess too. So there would have been wrong, so I'm glad we didn't. But yeah. So yeah, just Lapras. <laughs> just Lapras. Yep. So you guys
0: got eight points there. That puts you guys on the board because you weren't on the board. Hey. Hey. A... And we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna we're gonna sort the we're gonna sort the sheet here so that we can Tell the people at home what everybody is at. Right now, there's a three-way tie for first place between Sigma, Shark, and Linion at eight points. And there's a two-way tie for between Seth Sub- and Sublime at, at fourth place with seven points, and nobody else is on the board. That's the game. There there <laughs> you go. Uh, that, cool. That's how it shakes out, people. Uh, all right. So on that note, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. Hey, and this is Thatch, and we're going to highlight some new podcast reviews for you. Our first one today is just going to come to you from Frostron over at Apple. He says, good pod, five stars. This is a nice pod for Pokemon trivia news. Keep up the good work. Grin emoji? Well, thank you for that. And if you want your review to be highlighted on the show, just be sure to drop it wherever you watch the show or listen to the show for that for that matter. We really appreciate it. And we hope to catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is Le Chonk and why it's the best Pokemon that's ever existed.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: and nothing else. There, nothing else happened this week except Lechonk.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look on Twitter, that's what you'd believe. That is what you would believe. Pretty much.
0: Le Chonk has broken the internet. But we did get a Scarlet and Violet trailer, finally, after the announcement trailer in February, which was to be expected, honestly. This is about the time frame we always get second batch. Second news. This is when we get second news.
1: Yeah, we just usually get more in the first batch, is all. Oh uh, Yeah,
0: yeah, kind of.
1: We did for Alola, and we did for um, Galar.
0: No, Sun and Moon, all we got was legitimately their names when they were announced. That's all we got.
1: I thought the first trailer, though, on Pokemon Day had the region and nope. starters. We had the region name, that. we had nope. some stuff.
0: We had a little bit. Not bigger, on Pokemon but. Day in 2016. Mm-hmm. That came in a trailer that happened in... I believe it was in May. There, there was an early May trailer, early to mid-May trailer mm-hmm. in 2016, that revealed to us the starters and everything. We literally only knew the name. We might have gotten the uh, legendaries uh, at some point instead. We didn't get the starters, though, until May.
1: Okay. Well, either way, it felt weirdly yeah. sparse, and, I, uh, and I'm yeah. glad that we're, we're eating well now.
0: Like, we did get a lot of stuff, though, on Pokemon Day, like the the open world aspect and stuff. Like, I'm actually very interested, because they did expand on that a little bit in the press release for this as well. Vaguely! <laughs> well, yeah, but it's it's enough to make me okay with it.
1: I have been against open world Pokemon right up until they're showing how they, they plan to be doing it, and it seems yes. like they have adjusted.
0: I think yeah. they've pivoted correctly for open world Pokemon uh, thus far. I mean, I still want to see how it's done. Done. I do not expect that this is going to be perfect the first time around.
1: I don't even expect this to be the standard going forward. I think we're going to have it once, maybe twice, and then they'll probably go back to something more linear.
0: It depends on it depends on I think how much they
1: put into this, right? And how well it's received.
2: Yeah.
0: It always takes like two generations for Pokemon to implement something we actually like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To properly implement overworld Pokemon, I think it takes two gens. I don't think Sword and Shield a- executed overworld Pokemon well with the exception of the Wild Area.
2: And it's specifically more the later wild area. Yes. It's more so than the first one. So it, it's like, it's progressively getting better for sure.
0: I mean, I think, I think overall Pokemon was pretty well done in Pokemon Legends Arceus. And oh I th- yeah. I think a lot they of us can agree it. on that. And so, I mean, I expect that to be inserted into Scarlet and Violet, uh, which is looking to be the case, right? There, there's a mm. lot of things that are, uh, that are exciting, things that don't make sense that they didn't really expand on yet. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I mean, I guess I, I want to break it down very closely through things we did see. I want to go through the minor things that I was really excited about that nobody else can really, is probably, like, there's a good <laughs> chance a lot of people won't care about. Uh, one being Venonat is available, like, that's crazy.
1: Yes, that
2: was actually surprisingly huge.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's like the first time since... Um... I think
0: it was since, like, Gold and Silver that it's available pre-Elite 4, right? Like,
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. As a regional dex, yeah.
1: Yes, and that's assuming uh, you don't count remakes. If you count remakes, it's Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver. You still can't get it pre-Elite 4 in BDSP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Yeah. it's So watch as we have now seen the first post-game area.
2: Yeah, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, I love the animation for it, too. It's, yeah. It was just very animated for a little... Boing, 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 boing. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, I think they I think they're doing a great job with the Pokemon models here. These are the Pokemon models that I think if they would have shown this type of Pokemon model for Sword and Shield, people would would have dropped like the whole animations argument, right?
1: Oh yeah. Nope. Don't don't agree with that. People were looking to be angry, but that's not here or there.
0: <laughs> I don't think as many people would have been angry. I think people still would have been angry. Maybe. I don't think as many people would have been angry because these models look really good, in my opinion. The other thing that made me irrationally happy was there's a kid that they show a trainer battle with a kid and the kid's wearing a Tauros shirt. Yeah. That makes me very excited. Also, the shirt's got a tint of green to it. Just saying. Following that up, though, uh, I'm hoping for regional Tauros because he's wearing a Tauros shirt. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, that summarizes it perfectly. (laughs) There's a good chance of a regional Tauros or Tauros evolution or something.
1: Yeah. Before we dive into like all of the like Pokemon and features and things. I just kind of want to talk about how good the character designs are and how the models look good now. Oh yeah, yeah. I was worried with the protagonist because it does. I do not enjoy that. Uh, Nimona, sure, she looks like the one interesting female character that that artist can draw. I love her work, but she she has a very distinct style. Sada and Turo, yeah. Mm. Wow, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: sada and turo are the uh, are the professors there are two different professors i guess depending on which version you cr- choose yeah uh one is sada who is uh, the female professor who is more primitive i guess i don't know what the word is
1: uh, she she's interested in the the past of the region and
0: yeah she's interested in the past and turo is interested in the future because pokemon has to always be black and white except during the time they did a black and white game and they decided it was, it all was about be.
2: shades of gray Yeah, it was
0: about shades of gray <laughs>
1: exactly
2: <laughs> uh, yeah that describes
1: it perfectly <laughs> yeah yeah it's not always about black and white but your heart always knows what's right
0: exactly yeah sada and turo are uh, our tea professors
1: they both have a variety of undercut yes I don't <laughs> that's the style i don't not like the choice it's just very interesting um turo looks like he has tweets are not investment advice in his twitter bio
0: and sada
1: looks like she got rejected from doing um basically like a deadliest catch kind of thing because she wasn't going to use a fishing rod she was going to jump in and fist fight it
0: she reminds me of the people in grad school like you have these grad students (laughs) that go to grad school that just don't wear shoes she reminds me of that
1: she she there's this passive violence like you look at her and you're like she is gonna kill something she yes. has fangs. Did you all notice that?
0: Yeah, she does. She has fangs.
1: Yeah, I did. She has legit fangs. She go
2: she'll tear you apart legitimately. Yeah. But she's
1: great. I I love all three of the designs. Nomona is the first rival that I've looked at and been like, "You have a good and interesting design." Since Actually,
0: like, actually I hard agree. Did. I hard agree. Like I didn't know that I had very negative feelings about the other rivals until <laughs> I saw Nomona.
1: <laughs> I'm going
0: to be honest. Yeah. I saw Navona and I was like, wow, this is actually an interesting design for a rival. And it's just the design too. It's nothing else.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like she's got she's got like a glove and a, a school I uniform. Love the glove. But like Yeah, that little catching glove. The glove looks really cool, the school uniform looks stylized. The the right? hair color totally works with the the framing. Very yeah. very good. Very high tier design.
0: It's done very well. And I was just like, wow, I didn't realize that I could hate Hop more. <laughs> didn't know until i saw namona
1: what his random bottom wing eyeshadow wasn't doing it for you
0: yeah i'm i'm also just a fan that they gave us like a female rival like and a standard female rival not like oh you chose the chose the boy character your rival's the girl now
2: yeah Yeah. honestly it's since gen five or six depending on your definition when you had like a true female rival that was like designed and even those
0: i don't know like i So, like, I have a problem with Bianca because they tried to make her seem wimpy. And then I've got a problem with Shauna because they tried to make her... They, like...
1: Gave her nothing to do.
0: Well, first of all, like, the Gen 6 rival system was garbage. But... Yeah. It it seems like I would be okay with Nomona, just from a design perspective being like the hop of this region. And I imagine just based on the lines of text we got that she will be a more interesting character to be give hop credit. Hop is an interesting character.
1: He's just got too much exposure.
0: Well, I think the, I think the biggest problem with sword and shield is more that they let a lot of plot happen around you yes. instead of yeah. letting you experience plot. And so hop has this really cool arc that happens and it's seen through his team. And it's a really cool expression of it. But the problem is you're not really seeing any of that happen.
1: He is going through the character development while you're having your adventure. Exactly. Your adventure is not causing the character development.
0: Yeah. Sword and Shield and Galar is a very good D&D world where things will happen no matter what the players say they want to do.
1: But it's a bad D&D campaign because your players aren't doing anything in it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: There's such an easy way to make it better, too. Like, all you have to do... Like, the one thing that would have, I think, made Sword and Shield go for me from, like, a 7 out of 10 game to like an 8 out of 10 game. Very easy to do. No, <laughs> yeah, This is this is very easy.
1: I know, it's just funny that that was the swing, one point.
0: Yeah, at one point, because you're, it's no X and Y, okay? Uh, but Thatch also has really weird opinions on Pokemon games and what makes them good. You can give me that one point swing. I will do it if you just let me fight the, berserker, the Dynamax Berserker with Leon.
1: Or have him be late, because mm-hmm. his whole thing was getting lost, and now okay. we're definitely off topic.
0: No, 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 no. What would have <laughs> yeah. been really cool, what would have been really, really cool so like it sets up foreshadowing so that you understand how big of a boss a turn of this is where right. you you go into the Dynamax battle against the Berserker with Leon. You go in there and like you do like your one tap attack on the Berserker and then Charizard just comes in and blows it up.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. And you just yeah. do that.
0: That's an awesome moment. You're like, wow, Leon's actually really good. And then you get to the top of the tower where he loses to a turn of this and you're just like, oh boy, it's up to me now, I guess. Yeah. Like, th- like that. I've literally just made the game better.
1: Like, yep, yep. <laughs> you've set up stakes, and if, yeah. and 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 we've tied it back to his whole getting lost thing from the beginning. It's a better game,
0: yes, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's I've just made it better, and it's just the one thing. It's the one thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, but Scarlet Violet,
0: uh, Scarlet and Violet, hopefully won't have this problem. I don't know. Like, I am waiting. Like, the thing I am waiting for is for Pokemon to do like a Pokemon thing with the announcements. Like, I am waiting for it where like you get like the really cheesy part. Of the Pokemon world, but we haven't seen it yet, so I'm still happy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, because, like, they've been doing, like, these cheesy things.
1: No, you're right, you're right. No,
0: they do, like, the cheesy thing. Like, like, I think Leon's very cheesy, where it's just like, oh, he's a Pokemon, he's the Pokemon champion that's never been beat. So far, Scarlet and Violet hasn't shown us a character like that. In fact, the characters they've shown so far, all three of them, have been very interesting design-wise and haven't shown anything of just, like, oh, hey, we're going to be weird about it.
1: We're going to be annoying.
0: So I don't know. It's uh it, it's very interesting. I I really like I really like what we've seen so far from the characters. There's obviously bigger things to talk about though than that. Mhm. Like first of all, let, let's do Pokemon first because I think those are the big ones, but I think there's some game yeah. features that are like 1000%. There's
1: some game features I really want to talk about. Yeah, that'll
2: give us some some yeah, yeah. Game theories will give us some speculation stuff that yeah. I, I want to touch on. So, let's yeah, let's talk about the Pokemon.
0: We finally got like in-game models for Sprigatito, uh, I'm always gonna say this wrong, and Fuecoco, Sprigatito,
1: Sprigatito, Spr
0: Sprigatito,
1: Fuecoco, and Quaxly,
0: and Fuecoco <laughs> and Quaxly.
1: Whose name is my favorite?
0: <laughs> I love all of them though. Like, like this is the first time since I think maybe Gen Six where I've gone, I've seen like the three base starter evolutions, and I've gone. Those are all good.
1: Yeah, they're all fine. Yeah,
0: I, I would choose all of them. Like, I, I would choose oh, all of yeah,
2: them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely we'll be choosing all of them. Because like
0: Sun and Moon is like, yeah, I'm not choosing Poplio. Sword and Shield is just like mm, I don't feel strongly about any of these. All of these I feel strongly about. Uh
1: <laughs> I, I really liked all of the ones in Gen 7, but uh I'm just I, not a fan of Poplio. I like these a lot all too. I like yeah. all of these a lot. The Coco these... has, has manic three AM Taco Bell energy, yes. and I just can't turn that away.
0: <laughs> I think this is the first time I've actually thinking about just taking the fire type starter. I don't think I've ever done that. Yeah. I, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do Fue Coco. He's my little bell pepper.
1: I'm waiting for evolutions because they're all so close. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Stay on the ground, Sprigatito, please. But we got three new Pokemon, which are very interesting because...
1: We got five new Pokemon.
0: Well, we have five, but we have three new regular Pokemon that aren't legendaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Palmy, who is the Pika clone of this generation. We got this very early on. The only description we really get of Palmy outside of like some Pokedex stuff is that Palmy is one of the Pokemon used by Namona, your friend. Yeah. <laughs> They're very mm-hmm. interesting because we heard about it so early on. I'm hoping that the Pika clones gimmick this generation, instead of being something stupid, is that it just evolves because we haven't had a Pika yep. clone that evolves.
2: Yeah, depending on whether you count uh, Meryl Zoomeryl. I don't. I do not. <laughs> I personally do, but that's fine. I I, I remember Pika Blue.
1: I-, I think that was an. an un- I think that was a. We accidentally played into a playground rumor more than anything.
2: Y- yes. 100 percent yeah i i i let the playground room just find me there <laughs> but i can understand though yeah
0: because like we got more peko which was cute and then you got toga tomorrow which i mean i think it's kind sure. of a cute design but like it doesn't do anything it's not exciting it's a cute design that's it
1: the yeah. best pika clone is Mimikyu.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's not even a pika clone but yeah.
1: that was a joke yeah
0: yeah but then you've got uh who who's in gen Six? Oh my gosh Gen six oh, was... Oh, uh, Dedenne. 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 okay that's that one's awful.
1: Its gimmick Gen- was being fairy-type.
0: Yep, that was its gimmick. And then the gimmick for Gen 5 was, this is an mulga. Oh. <laughs> I don't it's even know. It's
1: flying-type.
0: Yeah, I guess. And then Gen 4, we got Pachi was Rizu, just... whose gimmick is winning the 2014 World Championships. <laughs> <Just> yeah. <serious.
2: laughs> Happened years after it was released, but... Plusle Plus Plusle
0: minun double battles. And then Pichu is being Pichu.
2: It's
1: being a it's baby Pokemon, yep. which was the gimmick of the generation. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm hoping that like Palmy gets something, but it's po- I mean, okay, so they give us like Pokedex entries for these, and they're all great yeah. for like yeah. all three of these Pokemon. Like you, you got Palmy, who's I think model is kind of awkward because it kind of reminds me of a Yamper, but also I, like it's too
1: puffy, a
0: very squatty.
2: Yeah, it's Yamper. a really puffy little rodent here. yeah
1: the thing is it's puffy without looking soft but by looking smooshy and i don't i don't like
2: that. yes I don't, I don't know how i feel about it I, I don't i don't mind it but it's still like at certain positions it just kind of looks yeah just it looks too ugly much, yeah too much just like stuff on it like yeah as you said yeah. squish but it, it is cute
0: in addition to the electric sacks on it in his cheeks palmy has electricity discharging organs in his forepaws It generates electricity by rubbing its cheeks, then shocks its opponents by touching them with the pads on its forepaws, so he's a defibrillator. (laughs) Not only is the fur that covers its body good insulation against cold, but it also serves the purpose of storing electricity. When it feels uneasy, this cautious Pokemon will begin rubbing its cheeks, preparing itself to discharge an electric shock.
1: You know, I don't know if I want this thing to evolve into a medic or a boxer, but I want it to be one of the two. (laughs)
0: Both. Both. Oh my gosh, electric fighting?
1: Well, wait, it's got natural cure.
0: Yeah, it does. It has natural cure, as the ability.
1: Okay. Yep. It's a, it's a medic.
0: It's going to be a medic. It's going to turn into a fairy type.
1: Yep. I like that. Okay. That's my head cannon.
0: Yeah. I want to talk about the man of the hour, Lechonk, the hog. Pokemon. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is, this is the Pokemon that sealed the deal for me. Like, I am not upset about anything in this game so far, which one I am amazed by <laughs> Two, like the Pokemon designs. I just 100% have just been on board with. I don't know. There, there's always a period for me where it's just like, I have to accept this as a Pokemon. And for even the starters this time, it's been very easy. And I think part of it's been that one, they've kind of gone back to earlier design concepts for Pokemon and how they design the eyes and stuff like that. So they look more familiar. James Turner is probably still in charge of the designs. I don't know. Yeah, that per- I'm pretty mm-hmm.
2: sure. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't
0: know that 100%, but I believe so. But last gen, he kind of like he took some time to deviate from that. And this time, they've kind of gone back to basics, which I really, really enjoy. And Lechonk is amazing. They decided to do Wooloo again, but make him a pig. And yeah, uh, it, it's much. adorable. And the internet's losing it, and I'm losing it. I, I will buy a Lechonk plush day one that it's available. So yeah, Pretty uh, much just
2: whenever the... Tr- anytime you watched a reaction video, is yes. just like, oh, cute pig. See yeah. the see the game game like the name of it lechonk everyone just loses their mind
0: okay the thing is that was the only pokemon they showed the name of in the trailer too yeah the trailer itself exactly (laughs) and like they knew they knew all of the names are great they knew they're just like this is the name we got to show lechonk
2: everyone just like stops laughs for 20 minutes about (laughs) lechonk and then continues the rest of the trailer lechonk is amazing lechonk doesn't even need to
0: evolve
1: (sighs) okay so he's the goodest boy Oh, yeah. So its name comes from Le Chon, which means, yeah. uh, like, suckling pig, um, and Chonk, which is funny internet slang, so I love it. Um, the thing is, the Black Pig and its whole Dex entry about uh, eating only the most fragrant wild grasses and richest berries. So this thing is based on Iberian pigs, which uh, get turned into Iberian ham, which is super fragrant, hence its aroma availability. Uh, and gluttony, because they, they eat, like, acorns that have fallen from trees and things. And uh, I have been to Spain recently, like, over that little little gap. I graduated and went on a trip. And I cannot overstate how much... How many ham legs were everywhere. Like, you'd go to, like, a grocery store. We're not talking a tourist trap thing. Just, like, a random grocery store in a town as we were driving through it. And there would be, like, six hams in this thing. And it would be a whole area dedicated. And be like,
0: why? Because like chunk.
1: So this thing, uh... Fairy plays plays very much into the culture, and it is it is food, and it is tasty food.
0: I think it's the only non fairy type right now confirmed to have aroma veil.
1: Yeah, it is. Yes,
2: and gluttony's a good ability too. Yeah, no, it's a really like it's a really good abilities. Is yeah, it a good move set. Yeah, this thing this thing could be just fine on its own, just as is.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm getting a Lechonk plush. LeChonk uh, Le uses its sense of smell to find and eat only the most fragrant wild grasses and the richest berries. As a result of its dining habits, it has come to radiate aroma resembling herbs that bug Pokemon dislike, which is a very odd description about the bug Pokemon thing, but whatever. If attacked by an yeah. opponent and then startled, it will charge forward in a panic. It may appear fat at first glance, but in reality, the Pokemon's body is mostly muscle, built by constantly walking around in search for food.
1: I do not enjoy the meat orb, but... Uh... <laughs> I like him. I like him. <laughs> I like the design at all. I just don't like I like the design. I just don't like imagining it as one massive cinder block of flesh. He's a he's
0: muscle. He's all muscle, okay? He's just big-boned. Uh. <laughs> no. We also got uh Smallive. The best. Oh, I love Smoliv too. So much. Small of the olive. I will
1: die on this hill. Small olive. <laughs>
0: Like, these are all bangers, by the way. These are all bangers. Like, I am not mad about any of these. These are bangers. It's a grass normal type, which is kind of odd. And cool. I mean, it's an interesting type. I mean, I think it's only existed on Sawsbuck. Sawsbuck. Yep. Yep. The Sawsbuck line. It has oil because it's going to be made into wine, obviously. Or olive oil. One of the two. Yeah. It is a green olive, though.
2: Olive wine? <laughs> That's what I was about to
0: add. Oh my gosh. Never mind. I'm an idiot. Olive wine? I'm thinking of grapes. Man, I'm out of it today.
2: All one be very interesting. I'll say You can that. try
0: it. You can try it.
2: <laughs> Please do not drink
1: olive white. I'm
0: gonna do it, guys. Uh, it's happening. <laughs> the oil that comes out of its head has a strong and bitter taste and is not suitable for consumption. True
1: of wild olives.
0: When startled or attacked, smollif will shoot this oil out, slowing its opponent down. It will then seize the moment to run away. With the fruit on its head, small olive stores oil that's made from nutrients it gathers through photosynthesis. As a result, it can go for a week without eating or drinking. It prefers dry and sunny climates and seems to spend its day sunbathing. It's one of the Pokemon used by your by Nimona, your friend. Same with LeChonk, by the way. I forgot to mention that.
1: Yep. So I saw Small Live in the trailer and it like waddles out of the grass. But the thing was, um, I was in bed. I couldn't really get out to my computer in time. So I was just watching on my phone uh, and I had low resolution. I was like, oh, that's a weird looking regional Badoo kind of thing. Like, I wasn't impressed by its design. Finish the trailer. I go on to the uh, the thing. I see the full res image of a small of him. Like, oh, he's perfect. I love him.
2: He is. He's great. Yeah. I almost thought it was original Badoo at first, too. Just because, I mean, the way it kind of was just sitting out in the grass, it just really did look just like a Badoo,
1: but. It, it's got the just... same, like, general shape. Yes. Yeah. It's very good. A small
2: little orb with a little bud on top. He's adorable. Yeah. He is he's an adorable little pokemon.
1: I I absolutely love Smoliv. Yes, I will protect him.
0: Like they're all bankers. And then we got the two legendaries obviously. We got Corydon and Myriadon.
1: Koraidon and Miraidon. Yeah.
0: Koraidon and Miraidon. I don't care. Um oh no, they're called Rhydon. God. Grace the covers of Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. We don't know their typings though. Uh Koo did get things right for this trailer again. And he did predict their typings. I believe. Uh, I believe it's uh, electric dragon and fighting dragon.
1: Yeah, Miradon being electric dragon and Koraidon being fighting dragon. Yeah.
0: Okay. So they're gonna be. It's gonna be Yu-Gi-Oh! Five Ds.
1: Yeah, pretty much. They look like motorcycles, but the thing is, I love both yeah. of them, bar one unfortunate uh... silhouette.
0: Yes, that's fine.
1: Koraidon is probably my favorite cover legendary since. I mean, I really like the Gen 7 ones, but barring that, probably it's my second favorite. I really love These
0: him. designs are so cool compared to anything we've had in a very long time. Like, yeah. Sword and Shield felt very uninspired because they just made Dog.
2: Dog was Thor, Dog was Shield.
0: Yeah. And then Sun and Moon are all right, I think. I think the I think the Pokemon themselves are underwhelming look now.
2: I think it was because they looked, they were intended
0: to look alien. I think that was part of the thing, too. They look cool. But then, like, the problem is then when, like, you get to use them, they're kind of underwhelming, in my opinion. Mm. But these guys just, like, I mean, they look cool, and then they're going to suck or something, and then I'll feel the same way in five years. Yep. Yeah. Right now, I'm just, they are ve- they look very good.
1: Yeah. Uh, they're brightly colored without being completely garish. They've got yes. a lot of details without feeling, like...
0: Without feeling over-designed.
1: Gen 5 was probably peak over-design.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh.
1: This is good. This is the right amount of extra. <laughs>
0: And they feel like Pokemon. I don't know how they did it, but they feel like Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's great. I, I love all of it. Okay, so we're going to go and we're going to talk about a few things, mostly just they have another section of the website called the world, but they also discuss a couple of the features that were announced in the trailer that yep. I want to go over because there's a there's like one very big one that I like this yes. particularly. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's the, they, they highlight it as a deeper experience with multiplayer gameplay, which is very exciting because this is something that I think everybody's been wanting since forever. They're implementing it well. This is the Pokemon MMO everybody wanted. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet allows multiplayer gameplay with up to four players, along with, the ser- with series staples such as trading and battling Pokemon. You will be able to explore the various locations of the region in these games with other players. You can discover new Pokemon and explore unfamiliar areas with your friends and family, opening the door to adventure more precious and fun than ever. Which is... That's it. Like, that's it. I want to play in the game with Linnean and Shark. Like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I want.
1: Yeah. No, I think this could be great. I'm really excited. I'm curious how it's going to handle things like cutscenes and larger events. Um, It may be like, hey, when you go into gyms, uh, because there's a lot of puzzle things and we can't account for where people are standing, you have to go in alone. Mm -hmm. And they could also find a workaround.
0: I think it's going to be somewhat restrictive, like you said, or it's going to be definitely some areas you can't go in with your friends.
1: And I think that's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm
0: okay Mm -hmm. with that as long as they don't make it very... abrupt if I don't know how to explain it like
1: well yeah and if it's not super common if it's like yes, uh every major yes. challenge beat we do this that's fine I can understand that if it's like yeah for like a gym equivalent random towns I'm gonna be annoyed <laughs> yeah, yeah. You no,
0: know, if, if it just randomly happens I'm gonna be very annoyed I think it would be very fun to be able to just like get on a discord call with a few people be like hey let's hop in the games together and play it I mean, the, the, the thing that I think is going to be the hardest is for Shamu not to run incredibly fast ahead of everybody um, so that he can enjoy this.
1: Uh, no, he's going to do that anyway. He's just going to... He will do that. Show up, roll up with his endgame team, be like, hey. Yeah. Hey.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can still do some stuff. i mean, like, you could make a multiple second profile that you'd play yeah. slower. Because that's what I'm thinking, too. Because I think I might try to play with some of my family and just like make a profile dedicated to them so that way I'm, I'm on pace with them. And then make a profile for me just to go run through the game as fast as possible, so that way I could tell everybody, "Oh my gosh, I love this, this, and that" on the podcast on Discord.
0: Yeah, I might do this with my uh, with my wife and stuff as well, because I think that that'll be worthwhile, just to, like be able to explore around.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be the the first. Uh, uh, hoping I can get down there in time, be the first Pokemon game that I'll be able to play with my my partner, and I'll be. It's really cool that we'd be able to do that. I worry about the battles a little bit cuz if it's like mm. uh yeah your your if your friends can't do it and it's total can't join in and it's totally instanced yeah you know, i mean then it's just a little lame if your friends can join in then the story battles get completely stomped well then you just i guess that's a way to make the game easier
2: it might be 50-50 you might not be able to do certain battles i i wonder
0: i wonder how it would work that is a great question because well we know that you're it well it looks like at least you're going to get the same kind of seamless battle, right, that we got in Legends?
1: We're close to it, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm wondering if you can, you like you can see a battle happening if you're in the game, right? Like if you if I ran into like an NPC and you were in my game, would you be able to watch me battle that NPC?
1: Yeah, would you be able to watch? Would you be able to join in, you know, all all questions to answer. We just don't have any answers to.
0: If it was a double battle, I maybe, but like, I can see it being, no, you can't join in or something like that unless it's absolutely
1: right. Yes.
0: I I can see some restrictions placed on that.
1: Yeah. And I, because the biggest problem with this does, they immediately showed that it solves the biggest problem with uh let's go multiplayer because all four players were standing there ran off in different directions and it wasn't a problem.
2: I think also one thing that, I, I'm realizing now how big of a li- little change this is. It's huge. Uh, they showed huge. off the new Pokemon Center, or what we believe to be this new Pokemon yeah. Center, which almost yeah. looks like a gas station. The yeah. fact is, it's in the world. You don't have yeah. to go into a loading zone, do you? No. You just nope. walk right in. That's yep. going to help online with, all the, with four people? Yeah. Yes. Being able to just walk up and do stuff and heal up. Well, without having to go through a loading zone, I think it's huge.
1: I think that's a huge little change. It creates a bunch of fast travel points because if they're if you're doing that mm-hmm. to the thing, it creates a very obvious. Um, I really liked how they because yes, they look like gas stations, but the thing that stood out to me was they were all um, fairly uniform white, which is a stark color, but it's not something that's going to ruin a screenshot or look horribly out of place.
0: Yeah, no, I mean in the screenshots on the website they got it in a snowy area and they've got it like in the middle of a field and they both mm-hmm. look very uh fine. They stick out enough that you could locate them, but they also blend in at the same time because they're not super obtrusive. Yeah. yeah. And, and it works out really
1: well. So I I really appreciate that. If you need to find one, it's it's design yeah. is not going to make that difficult. If yep. you don't need to pay attention to it, it's not going to distract from the rest of the setting, and I found that really appreciative.
0: Hear me out. Mm. What if they call it a Pokestop Stop and not an actual Pokemon Center?
1: I I'm for it. Zero out of ten. I will not. Pu- I will s- return the game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm still into it. I think it's funny. I think it'd be funny. Well, I look at I look at some
0: of the screenshots with it in it. They absolutely like have it in the background of one, and you can see like the giant like Pokeball symbol, like they use for P- Pokestops Stops and Pokemon Go.
1: I hate it. Don't do not do this to me. <laughs> it could be. And you
0: call it a Pokestop, because that's where you go to stop to heal your Pokemon.
2: It's a quick stop to go heal up, buy yeah. some items. And In the middle of nowhere. Manage your PC. Yeah, yeah. no, it's a, totally a Pokestop. <laughs> it's a Pokestop. <laughs>
1: Why must you do this to me, Dash? <laughs> I was going to say, there's there, they, they can't be uh, full service because they don't have PCs, but then I remembered that's not been a thing for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just had box access. Uh, yeah, I
0: think we'll screen. still have box access on
1: screen. Well, well, yeah, given that it was one of the things they brought back to BDSP, I feel like they've considered that nothing but a plus. Yeah. But it was more I'm like, oh, then they'll, this This can't be all of it, but it functionally could be? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's, there's one thing that has me, I don't want to say concerned, but curious. Um, there is a trying to figure out how to to phrase this exactly. Um, They talk about the multiplayer and the fact that it's super open world. They've they've referred to this multiple times that things can be taken on in multiple orders.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My only
1: question, and the thing that has me hesitant, is just how they plan to track progress then. Um, Mm -hmm. Because we don't know if there are gyms. We don't know if there are trials or whatever. And they said the story is not tied to uh, a specific path that you take, which leads me to the question of, okay, then what's it based on? I'm okay if it's not based on the path I take as long as I know that there is some meaningful metric, I guess. I don't know. It it, it could still be fine. I just want that question mark answered, you know? Yeah,
2: they, I mean, in the trailer, they do show some sort of gym battle style thing. They do show, like... Something. There's some sort of arena. There is some sort of Mm -hmm. battle and whatnot. There's something going on. They,
0: there's definitely something going on, and they definitely want to wait to tell us later.
2: I imagine that there will be something to track your progress, where there will be some yeah. sort of, like...
1: There has to be. I just want to know the, the the that, and then how the story ties.
0: So the way I see it is that we'll, we'll probably get a more open version of the islands, I'm going to put islands in quotes, that we've been getting in recent Pokemon games. Uh, and by recent, yeah. I mean Sun and Moon and...
2: Uh, Sword and Shield.
0: Sword and Shield. Those are the games. That's the name of the game. Because you think about, if you think about the way the wild area worked in Sword and Shield, I think we'll probably see something somewhat similar in in Scarlet and Violet, where you can encounter Pokemon that are like way too strong. Yeah. And just get knocked out. And because uh, if I didn't know this about uh, about Gen eight catch rate calculations until very recently, by the way, catch rates for Pokemon that are higher levels than your Pokemon decrease Drop.
2: exponentially. And that should be the way it should go. It should no, be I agree
0: way. with that. I agree with that. And so it's uh, it's very, very, very interesting in that respect. It, so I think they could do that again. But mm-hmm. then you're locked into an area where it's like, oh, there's only three or four of the gyms here, and yeah. you can go bounce around and do them in whatever order you want.
2: I definitely think that's a very, very feasible how they can kind of like yeah. do the hybrid thing where, okay. Okay, the first area. Okay, there's a fire gem, a water gem, and a grass gem. You can I do hope... them in any order. Please, please but not you can those.
0: Only do the gems yeah. right now. <laughs> please not those types. Please no. Please anything else. But
1: it's it's a question of there are two main paths that this game could go down, and they're they're scaling and non-scaling, and there's degrees yeah. of this. But if the if the Pokemon in the areas are the level that they're going to be all the time, yeah. The open world is basically you create tiered little zones that have Mm -hmm. a a range of difficulties within them, and then you move through it. And that's fine. That is open world. Uh, If you want to do something where uh, where it's scaling, then you have the real Skyrim effect of you can go basically anywhere, and the Pokemon will always be roughly the right level. I think that's a little less compelling, but it's what a lot of people want, and I don't think it would be a bad thing. It's just not to my interest.
0: Yeah, I'd much rather have the first one. Which I think is the best way to, uh, which is the best way to really like
1: do, I don't know. Like, I
0: think, I think Breath of the Wild for, which is a very good game for better or for worse has ruined people's concept of what an open world game should be. Yeah. (laughs) I, I really do. I think Breath of the Wild, I think Breath of the Wild is both the best and worst thing to happen to video games. In a long time. Yeah. It's like, it's both good. It's as bad as it is good because everybody's perception is like, we want Breath of the Wild this. And it's like, no, go play Breath of the Wild. Because like an open world Pokemon game, in my, in my opinion, is something where it's like tiered zones where you can move. There's progress because like maybe the difference would be like, oh, hey, I went like to route three and you went to route one or something like that. And so we found different Pokemon, but they're roughly the same level. Yeah. We're not going to route, you know, 13. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I -hmm. I think that works. So this required a much more active hand than you can do with a video game for obvious reasons. But um, in Sublime's PTU campaign that I'm playing in, um, there are the gyms. And what he did was pretty smart. He's like, all right, everyone's first gym is this one. Start of the plot, whatever. He's like, then there are these three gyms. Handle them in any order. These three gyms. Handle them in any order. And then the last one is the same one for everyone.
0: I, I think that's. I think that's very similar to what I would expect. Actually,
1: I, I think so too. Yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping for. That would. I would. I would like. I would like
0: the teams for the gym leaders to change slightly as you travel. Because
1: yeah, scale between the yes scale if it's like your first, second, or third. Battle. Yes,
0: I think they should scale differently and have different teams because one, I think that encourages replayability, which is something mm-hmm. that Legends Arceus is actually does not have, in my opinion
1: it's it's rougher yeah
0: it's a much rougher replayability value so that kind of sucks but i would love for that to happen in sword or not scarlet and violet where you could just go and play the same you could play the same game and have a different experience each time yeah where you go okay instead of doing it in this order i'm gonna do it in this order because pokemon origins the the anime special that we got back in the day did a very good job setting up some really interesting world building that i would love to see implemented in the actual games where when red goes to fight brock in pokemon origins brock goes oh you don't have any gym badges so i'm only going to use two pokemon
1: yeah i'm going to use these two specifically Mm
0: -hmm. i'm going to use these two pokemon and i would love to see something like that happen in uh, scarlet and violet
1: i would also like there to be one gym leader that no matter when you fight him has the same team and it's as powerful as the eighth because he's like i don't hold back
0: (laughs) I would love that too. That would be a great gimmick, actually. That's actually really good for story. Like that would be the opposite of something like Piers, right? Right.
1: So what you yeah. do is you have this, you have this guy who's like he should be the eighth gym leader, but it also has this implicit challenge of, well, yeah. how soon can you beat him?
0: Yeah, I'm into it.
1: Now I'm sad because I've invented something very cool that will not be in the game, right?
0: <laughs> that we're not going to get. Yeah, that's what we do on this spot That's what we do on this podcast, right?
2: Dang yeah, it! Pretty much. That's what we do. Yeah.
1: Could you imagine if Giovanni was in his gym from the very beginning? That's basically what I want.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is a good place to just, like, wrap it up. I mean, I'm very excited for this. And nothing I've yeah. seen so far has made me go, there. this is something that could go wrong. Yeah. Other than, other than like, multiplayer seems really cool, but I could see how they could mess it up.
1: We don't know what's going to happen with it, yeah.
0: Well, because it's kind of like, like how they hyped up the wild area for Sword and Shield, right? And we could get really excited about that. And then it kind of ended up being, like, a big... It know. was fine.
1: Yeah, it was fine.
0: <laughs> I look back at Crown Tundra when you go to catch the Galarian birds, and they put each bird in a different, uh, in a different like wild area, right? And yeah. they want you to go catch Zapdos in the OG wild area, and that was my least favorite part of that challenge because I had <laughs> to go back to the original wild area <laughs> because Crown Tundra and Isle of Armor were so good comparatively. Yeah, yeah. the
2: they, the world looked good and. Yeah, I think this game definitely looks like the graphics have just, just stepped up a little bit more. I'm not even worried
0: about the graphics. Like, I'm not
2: even worried. Like, I can I can look
0: past graphics as long as gameplay is there. Like, I just don't care. Yeah, I've been a Nintendo fan, so, like, I'm used to this.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and that's fair. But it's looking better. Like, the Pokeball animation, throwing animation's good. The oh,
1: it's f- looking really good, actually. It's looking pretty decent. The The animations and the models look fine. The textures look terrible, but, you know...
0: I think it could get a little, I think it's, I mean, it's also very early though. It's very like they can get better. There's definitely ch- time for that. Yeah. We agree. saw
2: it with BDSP. They got better. Yeah.
1: If we have four, pl- and if we have four player online multiplayer, I don't care what, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind if they have the, the stuff uh, reduced a little bit so that the servers don't die because it's yes. Nintendo servers.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, agree I absolutely there. agree. I absolutely agree. Got to balance that out
0: for sure. Yeah, I, like overall, this is positive so far. Like, I I'm very excited, and I would love to see where this is going.
2: Uh, what are your thoughts on the last seven seconds of the trailer? That they oh, did? where they just showed like the mirror and a Pokeball, yeah. and it's just
0: yeah. like oh. Eh. My thought was like gimmick incoming. I guess
1: <laughs> my my thought was either gimmick incoming or this might just be the end because it was if you're watching the thing uh, yeah. on like non-mobile. That's when they pop up all the end cards, so... Yeah,
0: Yeah, that you know what? That's true, though. That's true. That might just be, like, their end card thing that they're trying to do.
1: Yeah, we'll see.
2: But still, though, there's still a lot of questions here with that and how they're doing this, like, theme that they're kind of alluding to with some of the characters now. It's, like, trying to figure all that out. curious. I don't know. We'll see.
1: We'll see. It might mean something. It might mean nothing.
2: I don't want to read too much
0: into it because it's not enough information to really do anything with. Exactly fair like it's it's not to the same level of like oh we got official art for the trainers and like you see the z bracelet on him right mm-hmm. like it's not it's nothing like that
1: i will say i really like the box art in general they've yeah. got these little like uh dragon things uh, around the dragon borders uh around the the titles they've got mm-hmm. like a weird book or tome texture to them i don't know i really like oh, yeah. how they, they turned out they look good
2: and they got these four symbols on the side that people are already trying to figure out what they mean. I don't know what they mean. I'm curious, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll see.
1: You can't guess. Have fun.
0: I'm just happy I didn't have to sit through a 24-hour stream for a Galarian Ponytoe. That's all.
1: So. Exactly. The year is young. The year <laughs> is...
0: We'll see what the next trailer brings. But this is overall very positive, very exciting.
1: This episode's either going to be exultant or depressing in retrospect.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely i don't know i'm not upset yet like it's gonna take a lot i think
1: yet yet is a a very powerful word
0: (laughs) yeah i it's just gonna i mean it's gonna be a hot minute till we decide i mean the games could come out and they could be poo poo but right now everything looks fine and honestly if it's any if if they take the legends arceus stuff and then they take away the things i disliked about legends arceus and just put in regular pokemon stuff i'm here for it like that's all i Mm -hmm. want like you take out the legends arceus battle system and you give me the regular one i'm i'm in I'm here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm here.
1: It is 1979, and Disco's never gonna die.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a very long topic. There's your extra 15 minutes.
1: Rightly so. Extra 15 minutes for you. <laughs>
0: yep. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna wrap it up here, guys. And we're gonna kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you on the flip-flop. <laughs> And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode, our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 233, Porygon 2, the virtual Pokemon.
1: It's Pokemon Legends Arceus Dex entry reads, A bizarre item caused this Pokemon to evolve. While it now exhibits many new gestures and expressions, its biology remains inscrutable.
0: Thanks, Guy.
1: Thanks, Laverton. Thanks, person born hundreds of
2: years before computers.
1: <laughs>
0: You don't know how far it is back in the past. They don't actually explain. It. It's very nondescript actually.
2: Sure. Yeah, no, it could you le- could be as early as 1800 or you know, even earlier than that.
1: Okay, at least 100 years off a meaningful computer. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? So,
0: Porygon 2 is the Pokémon of the episode that doesn't really matter because there's also Porygon Z on this team this week. This is a, today we're going to go over a BSS team, but before that, Porygon 2, base HP of 85, base attack of 80, defense of 90, special attack of 105, special defense of 95. This is actually really decent now that I'm reading it. I don't think I've ever sat down and like actually read them. I just go, Porygon 2's bulky boy. Uh, base speed of 60. 60 is actually higher than I expected as well. Gosh, I am just way... Yeah, no,
2: it's actually, like, because it was designed to be a full a fully evolved Pokemon, it actually has really good stats on its own, but because Porygon-Z exists, giving it Eviolite makes it one of the bulkiest Pokemon that e- that exists.
0: Yes, I think Eviolite is probably one of the worst things that happen to Pokemon, in my opinion. I'm going to be completely honest. Only because Eviolite came, like, so late in the game. yeah. Because it lets it, okay, so I'm gonna pour one out for my boy Dusknoir. Uh, because Dusknor used to be good before Eviolite happened,
1: yeah, and now it's worse, Duskclops,
0: and then now it's just worse, Duskclops, because Eviolite. And I like if Scarlet and Violet does anything, like okay, we we just talked about how great it is, and we're just like, well, something could go wrong, Patch. Well, if the one thing that could go right, you I'll ignore everything if Eviolite's gone, I'll just ignore
1: it. Eviolite was good when it was introduced for story mode yes because there were a lot of things in uh black and white that didn't evolve forever yes so evie light made made it so like you could use some of those pokemon and it wasn't a big problem for the story mode it actually solved a problem Mm-hmm. problem was it also worked in multiplayer
0: <laughs> yeah i don't like it i don't like it if they could get rid of it in multiplayer i'd be so happy
1: or make it just physical defense it's there, done. A lot of these Pokemon are not better than their evolved forms if they only have physical or only special defense.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that, actually. That, that that would be fine as well. Or
1: reduce it to 25%.
0: Like, 1.5 on any defense stat is insane. So you look at, I mean, you look at Porygon 2 and it's like 1.5, you're talking 135 base defense, 140-ish special defense? Like, that's insane. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, they would have to really feel that Dusclops is an issue in their VGC to really make this change, though. That's the thing.
0: I think Dusclops is enough of a problem. I I think I dislike it because Dusclops is always there, kind of like how I dislike that Incineroar is always there right now. Mm -hmm. I I feel the same way about Dusclops as I do about Incineroar. I don't think the user stats are up there right now, obviously. And Dusclops does sit out of some metas because it's Dusclops, but it's usually... in any non-GS Cup meta, Dusklobs is somewhere. Yep. During GS Cup, it's gone. But yeah, so Porygon 2, though, is the Pokemon of the episode. Uh- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's got a decent move pool, and it's got, I think, the abilities that you care about. Well, actually, all of the abilities on Porygon two are useful in different ways. Like Trace, mm-hmm. Trace is always good uh, to steal an ability from an opponent that you might want to take, and
1: scouting as well.
0: Yep, Download is always is what you typically see on Porygon twos in VGC, um, where it increases the attack when it increases the attack or special attack depending on which defense stat is lower on your opponent. Mm-hmm. And you'll see in like very high level VGC teams, people
2: plan for that. <laughs> yeah they'll yeah they'll have to like you know tweak their stats just so that they don't get burned by you know download yep. yeah yeah
0: well because you yeah pouring on two is usually running special attacks, you try to make it so that your defense is just like a little bit lower so they get an attack boost,
1: mm-hmm. which is less useful for it,
0: yeah, so so you do see that happen uh in v g c so uh but then it also gets analytic as a hidden ability, which just gives you uh like stab if the Pokemon is the last to move, oh wait, no yeah is that how is that how
2: yeah basically it's it's a 30 30 percent power boost if it's the last pokemon to make a move
0: yep that's what i thought yep all right well uh let's uh jump into this team this team this week is a bss team we haven't done a bss team in forever it's also for the spikemouth cup mode which is the uh which is for our summer league this year so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna jump right on into it uh i'll let linian start with our with our boy porygon too
1: Our boy Porygon2 is holding an Eeveolite with analytic as its ability. 242 HP, 252 defense, and 12 special defense with zero attack and zero speed. Uh, You are running this with foul play, ice beam, and recover to damage and stall. And uh, then you've got speed swap because your speed's real bad with that relaxed nature and zero IV. So whatever you hit with speed swap is now going to have a horrible speed. And you are going to be very fast.
0: That's a lot of fun. That's very cute and a lot of fun. I'm here for it.
1: So, uh, it's, it's just, it's good, it's a wall. Yeah. And it's going to be able to deal some decent damage with foul play.
0: Yeah, yeah. You
1: could make this download, uh, because hilariously, download still, ta- uh, foul play still takes your own attack stages into account.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So that, that's fun, but, uh, I like it with analytic. Uh, we also have the other Porygon that you want to use, which is Porygon Z, Choice specs, adaptability, 252 speed, 252 special attack, four HP, adaptability, it's timid, hyper beam, uproar, because it has 90 base power now. And if you're choice specs, it kinda doesn't matter if you get locked into a move. Uh I guess you get niche spore immunity as well. Uh Shadow Ball and Trick. Uh Trick if you see something in front of you that's Wally and you know won't benefit from a choice specs, give it that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Shadow Ball, Hyper Beam, and Uproar—all just very strong hitting moves.
2: Yeah, and I think Uproar's benefit of also just being able to uh, go through subs can be kind of useful if you have kind of a more set- set-up type Pokemon. Yeah, going up there that you have that bonus plus I think it's just a little bit stronger of a move.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. And you need something if uh, it, it stops sound-based moves too, I believe, which I guess is nice. I don't know. <laughs> No, no, no. Nope. It, it
1: just stops you from falling asleep.
0: That's it, that's it. Well, that's also nice.
1: Yeah, you're you're immune to a spore. No spores, no resting. Yeah.
0: But uh, this is uh, BSS, so what would BSS be without a lot of staples? And so we've got Urshifu Rapid Strike with a Choice Scarf because you gotta go fast because base 97 speed is very finely tuned for competitive Pokemon. Uh, ability is Unseen Fist, obviously, so you can bypass protect, but this is BSS, so nobody really does that. Uh, this is 252 attack, four special defense, 252 speed, jolly nature because you're going fast. Surging strikes, close combat, ice punch, U-turn. This is like very standard rapid strike Urshefu, so I don't know what to tell you.
1: <laughs> the only thing that's unusual is that it's rapid strike.
0: Uh, no, actually, rapid strike's better in uh, in BSS than single strike.
1: That is not reflected in the usage stats. Uh, it's
0: it's better in my opinion.
2: Yeah, it's I, I think they're kind of equal-ish. It just kind of depends if you, you know, the, I mean, Water Stab is still pretty good.
0: Yeah, Water Stab is good. Uh, I still think it's better. Moving on, we're going to move on to Zapdos because it's another staple. It's holding the Rocky Helmet so that if you encounter a Rapid Striker Shifu, you can uh, fight back. Rocky Helmet with the ability Static. 2v2 HP because you're bulky boy. Two fifty two 2 Defense because you're bulky boy. Uh, 4 Special Defense. Relax Nature... And you're just going to run uh, Volt Switch, Heat Wave, Eerie Pulse for uh, support. Eerie Impulse. Eerie Impulse, that's what I mean. But Eerie Impulse is one of my favorite moves, actually, that came out in Gen 8. And uh, Roost, I love it because you just get those uh, minus two special attack drops.
1: I don't think Eerie Impulse is a Gen 8 move. I think it's just when it started being used. No, it's Gen 6. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Nobody used I think it was just the Electrode one, right?
1: No, Electrode, Lantern, and Heliolisk all had it. With some breeding Pokemon as well. There's quite a bit. With with a bunch of breeding Mons. Okay. Zerkitree got it, and it was given to more things. The thing about Gen Eight was it became usable, uh, a technical machine. So you ha- so a lot of things got new access to it, but it's been around. Good.
2: Yeah, giving it to Zapdos just makes it pretty much a like a very hard to take down Pokemon. Yes. Because it being very punishing to physical attackers normally with its defense HP and Rocky Helmet and Static. Yep. Like you don't want to touch that with a physical move. So Iria pulsing down all the special attackers that will carry Ice Beam. Yeah, very good. And it can punish those Pokemon as well with its two attacks.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, next up then is who? Me. Yeah, Go Shark. Uh
2: I've got a pretty good uh utility Pokemon here with Aegislash uh with holding leftovers, ability Stance Change. Uh 204 HP, 48 defense, 156 speed. Uh Quiet nature. Because of its stats, it's able to have one more point in special defense than defense. So your downloads will de- uh, it's, as we talked about downloads, it'll be physical attackers. Mm hmm. Instead of so special. Yep, yep, yep. Its moves are Shadow Ball, Iron Head, King Shield, and Substitute.
0: It's just as good as Aegislash has always been.
2: Yep. <laughs> good mixed attack, and yeah. Yeah. Being able to just kind of heal up, sub up if need be, just to be able to just keep spamming its stupid high attack stats. Aegislash is just good. We all know. And to round it off, we've got Garchomp with a choice band, rough scan ability, uh, 252 attack, 252 speed, 4 defense, jolly nature, and it's got a good plethora of coverage moves, outrage, earthquake for stabs, and fire fang, and poison jab for coverage.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's going well. I mean, yeah, they're just good Pokemon. I don't know what to tell you. Like, the team... The team's just like, let's take a really solid core and then slap two Porygons on it.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like, oh, sure. Yeah,
0: e- that's that's a completely valid thing to do.
2: Yep. Absolutely.
0: Especially in BSS, because that gives you two mo- modes you can play in, so it works out.
2: Mm-hmm. You got a little bit of slower. You got a little bit slower speed. You got some very fast speed here. You got three pretty bulky Pokemon here. And in Spike
0: Mythcuff, where you don't care about Dynamax, it works out really well.
2: Exactly, you don't have to pick specific moves to do that kind of thing. You don't have a dedicated demaxer so yeah, I love it. This will be fun.
0: I'm very excited, so, if you want this team uh join our patreon at the ten dollar tier. you also get a green Taurus badge pin uh at the ten dollar tier this year uh this month, unless you're international, then you have to go to the twenty dollars tier. Sorry, but shipping to your country is very expensive. I'm very sorry. uh, we have like a limited number of those pins as well, by the way, just so people are aware. <laughs> And just in case people want them, I think we've gone through, like, 90 of them so far, and there's, like, I'd say, like, a little under 90 left. So if you want one, now is the time to do it. They do go away at the end of June, locked into the locked into the Puckle Vault, which is Thatch's Closet.
1: <laughs> very, very high-secure vault. The Puckle Vault.
0: Very high-secure.
1: It's, it's like the Disney Vault, except no one cares.
0: Yeah, it's like the Disney Vault, but I can leave it unlocked because nobody wants to steal any of that.
2: <laughs> exactly.
0: On that note, we are going to kick it on over to the mailbag.
2: It's mail time! You got me! Send your emails! You got me!
0: And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you send an email into us at at pucklepodcast.gmail.com and we choose some of them to read. The rest of them will go on to our Discord at pucklediscord.com where everybody else can go ahead and read them because we do read every email that comes into the show, unfortunately, because there's a lot of words in these emails (laughs) because that's how emails work. Can't get to all of them (laughs) on the show. But thank you to everybody who does that. This segment, as always, is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Huh. That was good. That was like the most in sync one we've had in a very, very long time. But <laughs> it wasn't uh, that in sync. Yeah. <laughs> and as always, we will be giving out the Green Taurus badge to somebody that we deem worthy. We usually read three emails a week on the show. However, uh, last week we asked you guys what legendaries you thought deserved a new form. Holy cow! Did you guys have opinions on that? So we're only going to get two of them today <laughs> because a lot of you guys wrote us uh, short books. Yeah, about how these work and so we're gonna dive right on in our first one this week is gonna be from foxy
1: hey again puckle crew foxy here once again as i cannot pass on the opportunity to share more ideas for ultimate pokemon forms when approaching this prompt my line of thinking was to consider which legends would really benefit from a change while making a change uh making a change sense of form would exist with that With this in mind, it was immediately evident which Pokemon I wanted to work with. Representing one of my favorite legendary groups, I don't think anyone would argue that Regigigas really needs something. Hard agree. I call... Yeah, something. Yeah. I call this form Colossus King Regigigas. Ideally, this form would be unlocked through an in-game side quest that sees the player exploring Ancient Ruin, bonus points if it requires all the Regis, where where they come across an Ancient Crown Key item. Using this on Regigigas will only work if there are at least other three three other Reggies on your team. Uh any three will do.
0: Yes.
1: I kinda like that as a team building restriction, because you give up four slots to use this.
0: Yes, I'm here for it, but it's very uh it's very like thematic. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: and will cause it to experience a surge of power, replacing its slow start ability uh with what it is meant to have be its original ability, Colossus King. At first glance, Regigigas will look mostly the same, only the dots that make up its face will be glowing, and three circles on each side of its torso will change colors to match the primary colors of whichever three Regis were present when the item was used. In battle, we see more significant changes. When used in battle in this form, Colossus King works a bit like Protean Light, changing Regigigas' type to match that of the attack it's using, but only if that attack matches one of the three Regis used to induce the transformation. I love this. This will cause the colored circles matching that type to glow on Regigigas' torso, while also causing some additional cosmetic changes. If a rock-type move is used, a rock stalactite structures will erupt from under the moss at its shoulders, uh, and helix around its arms and legs. Ice leads to the moss freezing. Uh, steel will have black lines on the body turn to steel plating while its fists become iron. Electric will also have lines act as cathodes and anodes, sending visible currents to sparks along the body. Finally, dragons will have the spike appendages resembling dragon fangs come through the moss and turn its fingers into claws. Uh, We will also need to add dragon claw or dragon rush to its learn set as it is currently the only type that it lacks. As one final change, just because it's so underwhelming currently, Regigigas' signature move Crush Grip will change type to whatever type Regigigas currently is.
0: So kind of like a Judgment, but nerfed. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah.
1: Multi-attack even. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, there's still a catch to this form, as removing any of the three regis used from your party will cause it to revert to its weakened state again. Uh, as a regi king, its subjects give it power. Well, this restriction, you wouldn't, uh, would mean you wouldn't be seeing any regi gigas in VGC. I don't know if I believe that. No, you wouldn't. There isn't
0: you see regi gigas in VGC now with the, with the wheezing. With
1: slow start. If yeah. you did this, what you'd do is you would be Regigigas, regi gigas, regi aleki, and then two regis. <laughs> that you don't use because you're only bringing four and then two other things to round out the core.
0: I think that's 100% what you do. I think you're 100% correct, yeah.
2: (laughs) You could absolutely use it because Arceus itself, like normally, is very good, just the base form. You're giving this, this one has, yes, it has a little bit less defensive stats, slightly, a little less speed, but 160 base attack with stab on three, at least
1: four types, being one being normal. It would be so broken, it's not, it'd be great.
0: I love this. I love this Pokemon. I love this.
1: I, I also, I also imagine it
0: modeled to legitimately just be like he said, like the eyes are glowing, but also just like a little tiny crown sitting on Regigigas's head. Like just a little tiny like rock crown.
1: A human sized crown on its head.
0: Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want. Yes. That way it's very cute.
1: Uh, as a big fan of the Regis, this is something I would love to see, but I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. I think we all agree it would be completely unusably broken, but also the best thing don't stop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much.
0: What when is, when is something being broken? To stop Pokemon before looking at you, Zoshin.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it might as well be fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think this sounds more fun than Zacian. Yeah. So I'm here for it. I, I'm absolutely here for it.
1: Yeah, no, this
2: is absolutely.
0: We're only going to do one more email today because it is, it is not short. That short is not the but word I would it. use to describe it, but it is worth it. Uh, this one is going to be from 2crow48. Hello, Puckle Crew. I hope everyone is having a good week. Thatch, I know you are, since we're finally getting a couple of bipedal legendaries that you keep asking for. I have zero problem <laughs> with the legendaries being bipedal. I have a problem with the starters becoming bipedal. That is my problem. Yeah. I am tired of humanoid starters. Because they always want me to be able to high five my best friend before we go into the finals. And I just want to be I'll I'll high five my like turtle dinosaur, okay? Like I wanna do that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we'll, pet we'll pet the we'll pet the sprigatito you can just stay on four legs please just stay just stay
0: just be a saber-toothed tiger just be a cool saber-toothed tiger
2: exactly
0: please just stay down <laughs> keep the keep the paws on the ground i don't need i don't need more bipedal like if they're all bipedal at the end i'm gonna be sad uh, i think Fuecoco obviously and Quaxley will probably remain bipedal but i am hoping sprigatito Stays on the ground. But seriously, seeing two Digimon cross over into the Pokemon universe was a pleasant surprise. <laughs> okay, okay. On to the real topic. For me, legendaries have always been one of the most more boring parts of the Pokemon universe for a couple of reasons. First, first, using them makes the game easier, making me less enthusiastic about using them. I tend to view them as a trophy for accomplishing the game. Forget that Pokedex diploma, rather than the cornerstones of every team. Actually, I think Black and White handled it the best, where like you kind of needed the legendary to beat
1: Getsus. Agree to disagree. I thought that was obnoxious, but I liked it. I liked, it. It, I felt, liked it. it.
0: it felt very climactic. Second, with VGC competitions letting so many be used, I find my interest in waning more and more with each passing tournament. Actually, every GS Cup format they do, everybody hates it. I don't know why they keep doing it. Nobody likes it.
1: It's because it's easy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, finally, the Poketubers that I watch aren't as interesting when they're doing hardcore challenge Nuzlocke but insist on using a team of six legendary and or mythical Pokemon. Well, you're watching the wrong
1: Poketubers. You're watching Poketubers. That was your first mistake. <laughs>
0: so, what would I like to see be done? Well, I don't participate in the online battling aspect. I'm more of a single player kind of guy, so I'll be looking at these from a campaign perspective rather than a battling perspective. All here for it. I would like, really like, for legendary Pokemon to be more integral to the story. With each remake, we get slightly updated versions, while Oras essentially gave Kyogre and Groudon Mega Evolutions via Primal. The Palkia Dialga origin forms felt like the developer said, well, we were expected to do something, so we did a thing.
1: <laughs> so we did something.
0: I think the best way at this point to go about Legendaries is twofold. One, for each new generation of games, since Game Freak slash Nintendo won't deviate from the two-version concept. I think you kind of need it for like the Pokemon community aspect, to be fair. I'd like to see them include both legendary mascots in both games, where the focus is on the lore the- of the legendary of that particular version and its relationship to the opposite. Think black and white, where the two were opposites keeping balance, or Oras, where the two were at odds. This always leaves the third legendary Rayquaza, Giratina, Kyurem, Zygarde, Necrozma turn to this as the lonely Pokemon that either gets a small spotlight or none at all. I, th- I would say a turn of this got like a pretty decent spotlight, but that's just me. Oh yeah.
1: It was the only thing in the plot really. Yeah.
0: So I propose that we go back to getting a third installment, but this time these should be a sequel of sorts. Oh, so you just want black and white two? Yeah. I think the DLC was very good. Oh yeah. How about the immediate aftermath of the stories we've played in these scenarios? The main player doesn't need to be the same as the base games, nor do they need to necessarily be the fresh trainers with level five starter. Here are my examples of previously remade games. Fire Red Leaf Green would be a little difficult since Harkhold Silver essentially is the proper sequel. However, Water Blue could be all about the journey of finding and capturing Mewtwo, Giovanni serving as the rival as he's competing to do the same. Harkhold Silver could make way for Mind Crystal, the three dogs trying to bridge the relationship between Ho and Lugia. I like the primary storyline though of Johto. However, let's shift over to the story from Kanto's perspective and its post game consisting of traveling to Johto and battling their higher level leaders. During this time, the player is rooting out the last straggling members of Team Rocket.
1: I just really like how he said they're trying to bridge the gap, and it just makes me think of like the dogs or the parents of, uh, like the kids of divorced parents.
0: <laughs> I don't think the dogs have anything to do with Lugia. No. Because it's all ho brought them back to life, right? So, Yep.
1: I think yeah. So Yeah.
0: For Oras, what if we got Delta Emerald instead of the Delta episode and instead of riding a dragon into the space to stop an alien Pokemon aiming a meteorite at Earth, just riding that yeesh? I actually really like that part, but that's
1: fine. That was the best part though. Like it was, yeah. it was good because it was an escalation of stakes.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The focus was a weather-ravaged Hoenn and how Rayquaza was trying to, uh, or Rayquaza, I should say, is trying to restore balance to the region. At the beginning of the game, we could be prompted as to which version we played and have the rest of the game reflect that particular weather. So they kind of did that in Original Emerald anyway. We need higher stakes for these sequels. <laughs> for BDSP, I would like to have seen Gleaming Platinum, where temporal and spatial distortions are occurring in the region throughout the game, and it's revealed that Cyrus has found a way to use Giratina in a last-ditch effort. I actually think that uh, PLA was a great like sequel, quote unquote, like it it was great to explore Sinnoh in a different way. And I think Mm -hmm. I think PLA was like the way you should go, because like just thinking of everything as a sequel feels very Hollywood. Mm -hmm. I like them to surprise me. I like being surprised Pokemon, and they're doing a decent job of that right now. For future remakes, like it or not, I'm sure they'll continue. Oh, you're 100% correct, actually. Uh, I, I prefer, I propose that instead of remakes, we get reimaginings. Let's take our stories and blend them into something slightly new. My idea, black and white slash black and white 2 I'm curious how these will be remade, but I would like to see only one game, Pokemon Gray. Well, that's not going to happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. In
0: this game, it would hit a lot of the same beats, but at the same point where N gets Reshiram or Zekrom gets us, not, not the player gets the other. Now it's about these two opposing leaders of Team Plasma, each representing their beliefs, going head-to-head, and it's up to us. They actually weren't going to go head-to-head, except without your intervention, they wouldn't have gone head-to-head.
1: Here's the problem. Mm -hmm. That's the problem with Sword and Shield, is that the big cool thing happens and you're doing something else.
0: Yeah, exactly. Didn't we talk about that? You have to find Kirim to call him the chaos. I'm not sure if they would be interested in Grey 2 or a Black and White 2 remake for that matter. Gen 5 remakes scare me because I don't think Gen 5 is pure, truly represented without Black and White 2.
2: I, I fully agree there. Black and White 2, like the both Black-White, Black-White 2 together yeah. may really make that re- as good as.
0: I, I think if you make Black-White, it's literally, you have the problem where like they remake, where they made remade yeah. Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee and everybody's like, where's Johto?
2: It's like BDSP without all the platinum stuff that made plat like that's why the region was so good was with plat with platinum fixing a lot of the issues of yeah, Diamond and Pearl. Exactly. That's why BDSP I don't I'm not as huge of a fan on.
0: I absolutely agree. Black and White 2 are way more integral, I think, than platinum was.
2: You know, oh yeah. Tenfold. Tenfold.
0: I think it's definitely they need to remake like both of them, essentially, if they do it. And then at the same time, I still think we should get like Pokemon Legends, G- Kirim or whatever, uh, and give, I would love to go back in time and uh, go see that story happen mm-hmm. or, or you stop it and you create a new timeline.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: And we get true Kirim.
2: Ky- yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Gotta That'd be the, interesting. The true or the true original dragon where it was. Yeah. Zekrom, and Kirim together.
0: I also don't. I yeah. I just not a big fan of third versions anymore. Like it doesn't make sense to me uh, unless they are truly sequels, like Black and White Two were. I, I think Black and I think Black and White Two really just like shattered a lot of ceilings, and then they tried to go back and do the same thing again, and they realized they couldn't.
2: Yeah, I think DLC was the best like yes. hybrid that they could do, and yeah. love that. And I think they did that pretty well with Swish, and I hope that I hope Scarlet it and Violet has on. it too. Yeah. yeah. Lex like, Scarlet the game be significant enough on, on its own, but then give us a good significant after, after DLC. I would love part.
0: for them just to like, open up new areas or something. It, it would be probably really good. good. Mm-hmm. All right. So, X and Y is probably the easiest to piece together. Z, Zygarde is kind of the ugly, forgotten, missed opportunity of recent memory. You are correct. What if the task of collecting Zygarde cells were in this game? And a little less hidden, the climax of the game being all the cells coming together to form 100% in order to defeat Lysander. Perhaps AZ has been on the same quest, thinking he can just get his flowette back, re- relinquishing his precious cells in order to finally let go and help. I think uh, that one, we. I think last episode we came up with a really good uh, story beat for that which is you do the mm-hmm. legends thing again you go back in time with the great weapon but because zygarde is the pokemon of order and whenever something crazy goes on like the weapon zygarde tries <laughs> to show up and stop it you're you're it's pokemon legend zygarde and zygarde 100 percent shows up does its cool stuff it's a good time
2: mm-hmm. i agree with that i think zygarde like that x and y is honestly the easiest to remake because you had nothing to start with <laughs> yes. you didn't have a remake to start with they didn't have yep. a z version that messed it up yeah doing this i think the fact that they didn't do Zygarde gives them an easy opportunity. Oh,
0: actually, no, I think is the easier one there. And I, I would even say same thing with Alola. Because I don't know that Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon is an upgrade. It,
2: it's the same, but not like it's only slightly different at the end that they could just kind of clean it up a little bit.
0: Ultra Sun, Ultra
2: Moon. Wait,
0: oh, wait, he talks about that. There we go. Uh, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, not going to lie. I haven't been the big biggest fan of those games. So the most I can come up with here is Eclipse. After the rift opens, <laughs> Ultra Ultra Beasts come through and sort of launch an attack on Alola. It takes tracking down and capturing Necrozma to finally be able to sit, go, and save the region and close the rift. Actually, when those games were coming out, the way that I had it imagined, I expected the Ultra Beasts to be more like little bosses in a typical JRPG.
1: I think, yeah, that was, that was what I was feeling too. I was disappointed.
0: <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. Yeah, well, they were like on the right path too, and like you fight Nihilago very early on. And you can't yeah. catch it. And I'm like, wow, this is exactly what I was expecting. And this is really what I hope. And they're just like, be not nah, JK.
1: It never happens again. Yeah.
0: JK, we're not doing that again. And it's just like, oh, but that's what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Let me catch them game. That's fine. Let me calm them down. I was also kind of hoping they would like have connections to the other trainers, which I think was the intention. And it was probably something that got scrapped later on. Because too many of them look like characters from Alola. Like, Nihilago looks
2: very strangely like Lily. Yeah, I remember that fan theory. I I wish it were real,
1: but... Well, yeah, but it was... They still explained that, though. They explained
0: that part, but, like, I don't know. Guzzlord kind of looks like Hala, okay? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: That, that I think, was just people stretching because they wanted that to be true.
0: I still want it to be true. I still want (laughs) it to be very true. And Lusamine looks a lot like... uh, Lusamine looks a lot like Faramosa. Faramosa.
1: A- again, though, yes, because Lucimine was crazy and loved the Dark Types so much that she did, that she designed, like, she forced Lily to dress like that. She designed her own outfit to look, that That was the point.
0: Yeah, I know, and I want it to keep happening, okay? I don't, I think they <laughs> shoehorned it in that way because they intended it to be something else before.
1: No, yeah. I think, yeah. no, I don't uh, buy Guzmob that. mob looks like Zirk-a-tree.
2: Yeah, Kind of? Look at the hair and the giant, like, static yeah. thing. Sure. Yeah, it's the same hair. Uh, not enough. But, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Swish or Pokemon Gauntlet? I think it just needs to scrap the current storyline with Chairman Rose. Instead, I would like to see him catch a turn to this early on, trying to harness the Dynamax energy to power up a few select challengers he's endorsed in the Pokemon League challenge. Actually, Rose is, like, a really reasonable-ish person, minus the whole, like, I'm gonna bring about, like, the end of the world because I wanted to get this over with now.
1: Because I can't wait literally a day.
0: One day. (laughs) Because he, like, turns himself into the authorities when it's over, and...
1: Yeah, his whole thing's like, I can't stop you because I feel like this is the only chance that we have. It's like...
0: Yeah, and he, like, nice. he actually, like, really, I don't know, he, he seems like he has genuine intentions, and I don't think he would actually try to cheat by powering up a few challengers he's endorsing in the Pokemon League challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> his plan to overthrow the Pokemon League, actually, he's head of the Pokemon League, so he wouldn't have to th- overthrow it, placing eight of his followers as the gym leaders. Uh, okay. Bede would not be the rival. You're
1: making him a lot more evil than he is. <laughs> yeah, he's actually,
2: like, a really nice guy. Like, he just wanted to change the world for the better.
0: He was just very wrong because he didn't he didn't listen to the experts. Okay,
2: yeah, it's like Lysander, except without like without like yeah. going full evil organization. Yeah, no, that's one hundred percent what happened. Like, definitely, like I, like Lysander, definitely more evil. But Chairman Rose is very similar, but like really nice guy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's like a reasonable person. Yeah,
2: nice guy, a little crazy, nice guy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> nice guy. Other than the murders, um. <laughs> Bead would be the rival, never mind But he didn't actually commit crimes,
2: that's the thing He didn't commit crimes to do anything He just. I know
1: <laughs> No, I know, it's
2: just <laughs> Lysander went and did crimes to make his dream happen Bead would be the
0: rival, not Hop Bead was one of your rivals Leon, the current champion, would be suspicious of Rose Recruiting both the player and Hop to work together to foil the plans of Rose and his followers Rose would be part of the whole game And Leon would be more than just a pawn this would culminate in a more meaningful battle between Zashin, Zamazenta, and Eternatus. Uh, we fixed it earlier, though, making with like a much easier solution. Just let me fight Berserker. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Once again, I have unleashed a long message, but I wanted to share my examples. Hopefully you like my ideas, but if not, thanks for reading anyways. As always, keep up the great work and take care. 2 Crow 48. Well, we appreciate it, man. There's definitely some good stuff in there. There's some good stuff. We definitely agree- disagreed, but that doesn't mean... It- I mean, I like disagreeing, because that means we can talk. <laughs>
1: exactly we we disagreed but not because you were wrong but because it was an it was interesting enough to engage beyond cool yes,
0: yes i like that actually i want to give two crow the green Taurus badge in my opinion yeah sure done
2: yeah i agree and also foxy already has one so oh. makes it even easier well
0: i didn't know that and i did it anyway yeah <laughs> on that note thank you for this uh, this is going to be a long episode of the podcast this week
2: got a little bit. Yeah. We got a big we got news drop. It's good. It's a good thing. We want long
0: Well, we had we had a long topic and we had a long mailbag, so enjoy that guys. We are gonna go ahead and uh, end the show here though. If you wanna email us next week at PucklePodcast Let us know what you thought of the Sword and Shield trailer or not the sword the Scarlet and Violet trailer.
1: Let us know what you thought about the Sword No, no, we, we want the Sword and Shield trailer. Go back and watch it and report to us.
0: Yeah, go walk go back. <laughs> Yeah, let us know what you think of LeChonk and uh, why he's the best. Send those into pucklepodcast@gmail.com. PucklePodcast at gmail.com. If you want to keep up with us throughout the week, best way to do it is to go to our Discord at PuckleDiscord.com. Follow us on social media over at Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. You can, of course, also go ahead and uh, follow us at YouTube, YouTube.com PucklePodcast. You can go ahead and follow us on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash ThePucklePodcast. And if you want to help support the show, get a green Taurus badge you can go over to a physical one that is uh, you can go over to our patreon at patreon.com slash puckle i think we're going to have a new stretch goal there for a special stream that i can't talk about on the show uh so <laughs> if you want if you want to read and figure out what that is uh, go over to patreon.com slash puckle yeah on that note i think that's everything that i usually say so i have been your host trainer thatch
1: i've been Lenny, and
2: i've been shark finnegan
0: and here in the lavender town radio tower it's closing time
1: uh yeah.